Welcome to the Toffee TV podcast. It is the episode 14. Mm-hmm. The episode 14. The episode that's, 14. That's, that's oh, very, this is many Star Wars. That's a very. Oh, I watched no one. I watched. Oh, good start. I'm not saying I illegally downloaded Disney Plus. But. But I did. Da- I did illegally download The Mandalorian and watch it last night, and then afterwards I illegally got Disney. Not illegally, because both ways I've got it. I've got Disney Plus. What a confession. And I've got a VPN. And both of them are both legal, but you put them together. So no geo blocking them? No, I've got a VPN. They're perfectly legal. Yeah. I know you're really into the advertise VPNs on telling them, so I'm perfectly legal. They must be legal? Yeah. They must you can't be legal. advertise them, they're, they're on, they're on, they're legal. Yeah. Even Premier League games to advertise them, which is hilarious, since that's what they use for. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> they're not illegal, we can talk about them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't on the plant, it's a podcast, so it doesn't matter. I'm just saying. You, you, Maybe you, Southampton needs to hide themselves. You brought, me, <laughs> you brought Star Wars up, and I just wanted to drop that in straight away. People did be, you enjoy The Mandalorian? I did, I need to watch it again. I was quite tired yesterday. How many episodes are at least one a week, is it? One, and then the second one comes out Friday. That's and there's right. a big thing that happens at the first episode. I won't ruin it for you, but it is just like... Say what? Like that. Is it good? Yeah. It's like Indiana Jones in space. No, I can't know what, sorry, I can just hear Baz breathing on me. Like, like, like... I'm not, go on. What, a teeth... I'm um, fine. No, it's, 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 this podcast is not sponsored by Disney. It's, um, <laughs> thankfully, because um, <laughs> we're ripping them off. Um... <laughs> They can hear us. That's the worry. They can hear us. Great Disney. No, it's like um, it's it's more like a, a like a western. Oh, you know, it's very quiet, and everything's very like on point. Oh. Very like you know subtle. Just yeah, you've got to watch it. Are you going to watch yeah, it? Yes, I'm going to watch. All it. right, you're going to legally watch it. You're going to wait till uh, March the thirty first when Disney Plus is, uh, comes out in this country. I'll leave it open to debate. <laughs> <laughs> you got enough. What's that, Baz? No, I'm not. I'm just it just blows on there. There's a new lady in a Sam film. Oh, great. You know what I mean for you. You love spaghetti. There's a, there's a high school there's a high school musical remake. I know you like high school musical. But it's not, not this together. Oh, the songs are great, but it's not F from. No, it's the just, point. A, it's just a remake. Well, he's about thirty seven now. Oh, he can't. Be he doing looks it. about eighteen. He's not thirteen. Just have a good shave. What else is on there for you? Interesting. What else is on there? He was good. Yeah, he played it really well. He was good. I mean. That's yeah. mad, that film. Yeah, it's mad, yeah. I was like halfway through thinking, they've got it wrong. Yeah. Bundy hasn't done nothing. It's great. <laughs> great fella. Just happens to me every time they're yeah, murdered. every time they're murdered. <laughs> and then at the end, you're like, yeah. Probably. I don't think that's on Disney+. Plus. Bro, no, is it not? No. no. Have you heard the Naked of Friends reunion on HBO Max? Because they're trying to obviously bring in I everyone. I believe so, yeah. Big deal, though. I believe so. It won't be the same, because they're all old. Speaking of reunions. It loses its, uh, loses its, I don't know. Buster. 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 Phil Collins. What's he got to do with him? <laughs> <I'm not laughs> making a, re- a remake of Buster. Well, I don't know. That was a 1980s film with Phil Collins issue. Seen it though, haven't you? No, Classic. Seen it. Never no. seen it, no. no. Paint it, paints this guy out, Buster, to be the most like nicest bank robber or train robber you've ever seen in your yeah, life. Bob Hoskins, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no? No. Mm-hmm. Phil Collins? It's not you know, it, have you seen him in the same room? Question. Yeah. Have you seen him in the same room? Yeah. No, because he's dead. Oh, right. There was a, there was a time in the 80s. There was a time when they were both alive. They were in Hook. What's so much Charlie Chaplin and Zach Efron, you know? <laughs> they were in Hook together. Uh, was Phil Collins Phil Collins was in Hook. Was he? Yeah. I'm blowing minds, are you? Where was he in Hook? I'll tell you what, you go home and watch Hook. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is deep. Deep cuts. Uh, you go home and watch Buster. This is uh, podcast. <laughs> I just want to know. Well, this is what you've got to do on podcasts. This is like the secret of podcasts. Uh, people oh. like it. I've told people you like this. It. Don't stop okay. like People it. like this. Um, yeah, he's in, he's in Hook. He's got a very small role in it, but he's in Hook. Um, oh, yep, yeah, oh, so the guy plays. 
is um, yeah. is is. Um, hey, did you see the end? I don't watch EastEnders, but he was oh, a brief. The I end of it was was reminiscent of a go compare advert. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That fella turned up with a moustache. Go compare. It was the first time I'd ever seen someone actually driving a car, and it wasn't just round the square. And there was this big crash in it. There was a real car. And it was a big crash. It was tremendous. It's wondering how they have crashes in the square, because how do you have to speed when you go around the square? There's nowhere to get up to speed. Marty McFly had been had off. we got to go back. We can't. We can't get past the bleeding. The vehicle. You're going to have to redesign it so it's three miles an hour we can go back in. Um, yeah, Buster, but going back to Buster, he wasn't a very nice man. Um, there you go. I he mean, that's very, a, very he wasn't nice. a, I mean, Let's be honest, he, he robbed a, a train. train robbed banks. They're not normally nice people. Oh, they, they, they might do, as long as they, they treat you know, the, the victims nicely. Yeah, I mean... Or escape to Brazil. Here's another one that's typical of Britain, that. He went went to Brazil and everyone's Ronnie Biggs and everyone mm-hmm. sees him like he was some kind of a uh, hero. Yeah, yeah. That's us though, isn't it? Oh, the craze. What a set of guys. What a set of guys. One of them had a knife the size of like uh, Johnny Depp's. To be fair though, they did police London well. Oh, has it all gone downhill since then? It's just shit. It's gone down. Walk of the river, they were fine. Everything was fine. Listen, people, women could go out tonight. Richard's to, to do what? Stand on corners? No, just to like, you know, go to shop. It was that. the 60s. Hmm? Everything was fine. It was all good. <laughs> they were all walking around just like in um, Austin Powers just dancing on stage. Yeah, it was all like that. No, the best... If anyone wants to watch a brilliant representation of the 60s, the Golden Vision, I feel, is the ultimate representation of the 60s. Oh, it's amazing. Have you never watched the Golden Vision? No. You've never watched the Golden Vision? No. Oh my God, it's amazing. What is it? What is it? Yeah, I know it's a film. What it's a it? Ken, Lo- Ken Loach, for oh, God's yeah, sake. Oh okay, I know Ken Loach. So he made, it was like these afternoon plays, right? And it starts with this little girl, and they're like, who are you? And she's like, who what your daddy do? You're going to do the whole script. I am. What does your <laughs> daddy do? He plays for Evan. No, he's a footballer. What's his name? Alec Young. Who's he played for Evan? What's it? And then he goes, and then next minute, you go from like, and what it was, it was the first thing that had real life things, but also a play behind it. It's like a drama. So it's got all these Evertonians going to London, and it's it's amazing because nothing's changed. We're all still moaning bastards, and um, things happen through it are amazing. Trying to go, there's a guy trying to get to a wedding who's at a wedding, and he's trying to get to Goodison, and the fella's taking a picture, and he's going, "This is uncalled for. This is taking far too much time." And as soon as the last one, he just jumps in a cab and goes, "Goodison Park, please, mate." And it's just, it's oh, you got to watch it. It's superb. There's a couple of choice bits of yeah. 60s language in it. Maybe not PC. That's all I'm saying. I'll have a look on YouTube. I'm sure the clips it's on YouTube. There, it's it's actually, um, I uh, where was I? I was in Liverpool Museum, and I, it was on the thing, and I just started filming on my phone, just like put on Twitter, and this woman come over and had a right go. Me can't film that copyright blah blah. I was like, it's in the public domain. Sorry, it's, the museum's free. No, but it, it's in the public domain. It's, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. It, it's been out so long that it's now. Oh, the copyright. Uh, we yeah. could we could screen it right now mm. outside and only because it's twenty five years. Is it? Well, Vision was 70, 60. No, 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 no. 25 years and then it's it's, it's, public, a, it's a bit old. I think songs are 100 years, but it's yeah. It's a bit longer than that. Is it, yeah. books are 100 years and then off 60, 70, whatever. So, trip to the South. So, Evan yeah. played uh, Southampton on Saturday, um, which I don't... You know what? It was a lot... I, Long I, time was, ago. I was well, The last time I went was the 93, 94 season. Latiss in his prime. We won 2-0. 
Uh, we won Absolutely. the first three games of the season and then lost the third, fourth and... Thousand. <laughs> uh, fourth, fifth and sixth. Um, Beakley scored. He did. Uh, that was the last time. That was the, the first game of the season, wasn't it? Yeah. And I was expect, but I was expecting that this dead long trip on Saturday, but it's dead easy to get there. It's just like let's on the straight road. Horrible, horrible place. It was, it was, uh, was the coach good. It was very good, but as you can imagine, that it's, Southampton was like a very fishing town. No, the the, the ground the is like mechanical kit. Yeah, it's just mechanical kit. Thrown off. This like yeah, it's like actually and you know when the people are like oh you build them now on on a like, uh, retail park no this was built on an industrial park yeah like all oh it's horrible it's like a big night next one was big gas um thing goes next to it horrible but um sounds great it yeah it's, a, it's not me they've gone down and i don't know even know why i thought they would be bothered that was the general tone they, they cheered the corner well shot sorry didn't they they all got a free a free scarf yes i, I, I listened to a podcast we were talking about the free scarf as a yeah. Maybe the money back next time. We'll leave it we'll trying to give them, we'll them, them, them back. Some fella with a big cob on at the end, rolled it up and threw a thing, threw it like that, and it went two rows and landed. The camera was right on him. It went two rows. Found front someone in the back of the air. And he went, well, there's no one there. He went, turned on and walked away. I'm like, mate, you've, like you've made a, a, big, a big thing at that, and, and you've only managed to throw it two rows. But, but anyway, the game, obviously, he went back to. The trusted Snydlin and, and Sigurdsson. But, to be fair Take to Snydlin, I thought he'd... Goal aside. I thought, he, uh, I thought he'd done all right because That's he had legs for. with him, didn't he? All you need to do with Snydlin is say, you screen, don't get forward, mm. just screen, let the full-backs bow on. Right. And when he's allowed to do that, that's what he's effective at. And we don't often do that for whatever reason. In this game, he, was, he took instruction, he did what he was told, and that, mm. that, that worked out well. And that's, yeah. If he plays that role, you're fine. Yeah, definitely. Just drops in as a third centre-back. I mean, I think he's have let him off massively likely there. Well, but we'll talk was, about that in a moment. No, we, we started brilliantly, though, didn't we? we started brilliantly. As we always do. We always start right, fast. We were on the right foot. We always start fast. Sorry. I've, every game this season I've watched, we've started reasonably well. There's not been really we a game st- where we're on the back foot. But when we again, he, mm. he, 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 what I liked was he picked pretty much the right side. He never went. You no, know, we had. I keep on thinking that. He might go. Well, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll might I'll, I'll go have to go back to like Coleman, or I might go after Keane. But he didn't. He left Sirdi in there. He left Tolgate in there. Um, obviously, in midfield, he hasn't got too many choices. He went with Shintosin up front, which he's yeah, a, I can understand. Okay. I can understand why. And then you watch it's him and go, oh, nice. yeah, I think I, I think I'll go back to. I'm going to Calvin Lewin next week. Um, but we started strong, and we you know we got that we got the set piece and. No, apparently, Baz was telling me that it was a work set piece. Yeah, according to Marco, yeah. So that's good, and I believe him. Well, if you look at the... If you look at the... Uh, it's not heading towards goal. He's heading no, I, he's I, flicking I, it on. But if you look at the West Ham game, we had the same thing. Corner comes in, flicked on, and Tom's mm. on his own at the back stick, and he should score. Roberto, Roberto saved it, didn't he? Should have buried it. And then at the weekend, twice, yeah. the exact same thing. For, for all his flaws, Gilfie doesn't have to take a good corner. No, he's got he's good set pieces. He's good, aren't he? We know that. I think he should move to the NFL. He'd be amazing. Kicker, yeah. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be amazing. That's it. Listen, that's the strength of, of his game, isn't yeah. it? It's the dead ball delivery. Yeah. Technically a fantastic footballer, but it's the other bits that uh, you know are letting him down. But like you say, brilliant start, great ball in, good at flick on by Olwick, great header by Davis running yeah. in at the far post, and McCarthy's a big lad. He yeah, yeah, yeah. past them that close. It was a good finish, and 
just what we need to just settle everyone down but ahead yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and can we build from there mm-hmm. I, it's what I liked uh, what, what we watched the game this morning is the pressing again that it was it was on again when we lost to the counter pressing triggers straight away in again and mm. when when your team is struggling like Southampton is struggling that's what you need you need to get in amongst them quickly mm. now don't be wrong it could have been a, a, bit, a bit much better but the effort was there the desire was there and that's what you need to see away from them we mm. need to get amongst it instead of having this ebb and flow game where we let teams back yeah, in second half as well but yeah, yeah. No, I, I still think as a team we need to be more aggressive we do definitely. I don't think we're aggressive enough and I think that's what Joe went on their goal is, is, is the lack of ingre- aggression to get out and, sh- and and immediately be on a player's toes and say well, you're going to have to do something clever here to beat me because he didn't have to do anything clever to beat Snyder you know we I've watched it again and, and the way sh- the ball goes to the lad and Snyder looks back as in to say Am I doing this on my own? Mm. And I just thought, have a bit more, get out there. And I wanted to see that from a few more players, especially once they'd scored. There wasn't enough of that getting out and snapping at people's heels and making, they were they were so poor. And obviously confidence-wise, they would have been low. And I thought, forced them into mistakes. Once you let a player, it's, it's fine pressing, but I thought once you let a player sort of get that touch, they can pop it off easy then. And I just wanted to see a little bit more at times. First half, I thought we played well, yeah. and I thought, you know, we we've got to start being more ruthless in in front of goal. That's the big thing that's missing. Still creating the chance. I was like, look at the chances we created. And still, not enough. There's a couple of off set pieces. I think Mason had one in the second half of a throw, which he probably should have mm. scored. And there was the Chenk one where Walcott did really well to flick it over the top, and he should have buried the edit, but he just got on yeah. too much. It was a good little move. That it was a good move. It was a nice share, but. Apart from that, Schenk flashed a couple of shots wide. Mm. But we had, a, we had a lot of shots. We had a few shots blocked. To be fair, Gilfie had one which was probably going to go away on goal. Dom had one as well. Well, yeah, and Wobi had one that was deflected yeah. wide, didn't he? And still a bit, bit better creativity, but much better than it has been in recent week. You know, in recent times, I thought we said what twenty four yeah. A lot of block, quite a few blocks in that. But yeah, it was it wasn't it was better. What I liked in the first half was. It was almost a shoot on sight thing, yeah. which is what I think we don't Try, do. Yeah. I don't think we do enough of because if you're playing in a game and all the the, away, the teams having loads of attempts, you feel like you can't get into yeah, it. You yeah. feel like you're under the cosh. Whereas when it's when everything slowed down, Neville Neville Southall was talking about something in the studio about like at Goodison why we don't get on top of teams immediately and have attempts at goal and get the mm. crowd up. He said, "If you let people have a thousand passes at the back." as an away team for the first 15, 20 minutes, they're comfortable then. And then it's just a game. And that was what probably what Southampton did to us. They allowed us to do what we wanted. Mm. So all of a sudden, we just strove because our level was much better. Don't forget, both teams have gone into this with not great confidence. I don't think we're in great confidence, are we? We're not in great form. They, all right, they, they've had a hammer and last time around, but you would have thought they were fired up. I'd heard lots of we, we rip our players for rally cries, but I'd heard Romeo, Danny Ings, um, Stevens this week going not Stevens the other fella blonde kid Armstrong we're going to do this Everton they're not in great form they're not good away we're going to be in the face and Everton controlled it and you know we had the Tom Davis cross shot which the keepers had to tip out I don't know why that didn't class as an attempt on target in the top corner he's pushed it over the bar it was the goalie's position was because I think as we haven't as usual positioned himself for a cross everyone did and the goalie it was an attempt goal yeah, yeah, yeah. positioned himself for a cross but, uh, angle, yeah. but we'd had that and like you say Gilfie had that shot so we were you know we got to half time at 12 attempts at goal and that's not bad for yeah, an away yeah, team yeah. but I think what like what Ped was saying a lot of our build up play was really good 
But the final oh. pass, the final third when you get into like Walcott done brilliantly, <coughs> got round the back, and then it's his cross too close oh, yeah. to the keeper, and oh, he done okay, and he's just putting them in the danger zone. But there was a couple of times Luca Dean got in with little one twos, and then the ball back wasn't the right ball, or and it's just that if we if we do things a little bit quicker and more instinctively, we'll carve teams open. Seen Leicester on Saturday night against Arsenal, and their first goal, it was just fast. Um, you see that with our winner once yeah, it was quicker yeah. it was in the net because they couldn't get set but we went in at the break one up and supposed a little bit of disappointment was it wasn't two or three because it was that easy for us this is like a mentality thing with Everton no, I've, and this is what I said it's like, I know it's been obviously we won three Super Bowls but similar thing where it takes them to get another goal for us to go right we're going to kill this game off now mm. um, we need to we need to get away from that we need to just kill the game off earlier because we're letting sides back in it yeah. far too often mm. But you know, at the end of the day, we needed a way to win. I think, and I think that's why maybe Marco didn't go gun going aggressive because we are so he didn't want to leave gaps in the sense that you just need that win away, don't you know, to get the, the you know the monkey off your back as it is. Well, so, we all sat here, didn't we, last yeah. week? I think it was, and was saying about Tosin's goal. It could be important, but we all said the same. If we'd have just dug in at a few more away games yeah. and just took a point, yeah, be nice, yeah. we'd be we'd be in the top ten now, and yeah. you'd go, well, all right, we haven't lost, we haven't won, but we haven't lost either. Like Brighton, we should. I know we were we were robbed with the penalty decision in the Premier League. Have now confirmed that it was the incorrect decision, it's great, which is great there. because <laughs> we don't get them points back. But thanks. Yeah. Um, sure. But if we what we should have done when it went two two was dug in. We shouldn't have felt sorry for ourselves. You know, Graeme Sharp. We spoke to Graeme Sharp Monday, and he was like, at two two, why wasn't? Someone saying to Sidibe, don't press, or if he is pressing yeah, yeah. high, I'm going to dig in for him. You know, yeah. the communication, <coughs> get what, you know, you're in injury time, protect what you have. And I think we, I think Everton, and I think particularly Marco Silva on Saturday, done a little bit more of yeah. that in the second half, was a bit thinking about the game a little yeah. bit more. Managing the game. Said this yeah. before, goes back to like, and I've said this, I think I've said this on the podcast as well, goes back to like, the Millwall game in the cup, yeah, silly yeah. little things like Richardson not booting the ball down the pitch yeah. when he had, he had just it. Just getting through, gets, it, yeah. gets the ball taken off, and they get a free Dean kick and then they score. And it's like away. people go, "Oh yeah, buddy." This. It's like no, no, no. They can't. I, I, I'll tell you what I had the other week as well. I criticised Pickford for the, um, and I wasn't really that arse, but it was the England goal, the goal he conceded against the Czech Republic, and he tried to play this lovely little chip ball. Five minutes to go, one-one. England are like cruising the top of the group. They, don't really need a win and he tries to play his ball he plays it he floats it in the air I can't remember who it was the England player but it got it got oh it's Danny Rose he loses the ball he's the left back but he's 20 yards up the pitch they they run into the left box spot cross it and it's a goal mm. and people were like well what did you expect him to do and I was like I expected him to put it up the line like it was rugby like it was a play the percentages play, like it was, you know they can't score and you don't actually need to win this game because mm. England are already top of the group. You put it right up there in the corner, and it goes out for a throw. Have, and you get your shape back, and you go, you know what, lads, this is a really good point. Have we got? Have we got lost in fantasy of football? Um, and what I mean by that is fo- that'd be a good TV program. Well, I think. Sure, well, maybe we should. Nineties version. Yeah. Have we got lost in in? You know this football. this thing of like we want to play this amazing football all the time when it's the reality is first and foremost the no team Man City are a great side to watch but they don't play amazing football all the time or well, and, you know if they if they were a little bit more conservative they probably it's very patterns Man City if you, you know and, and yeah. they just run rerun patterns throughout the picture it isn't I say like it isn't always great to watch because certain teams are just block no but that's out. what I'm saying it's but walking in, before I think you can run in people's minds but in people's minds I think they're looking for this. 
first minute to 90 minutes all of this amazing football where football matches aren't like that yeah. it's about winning Marginal, a game yeah. if you've got games, yeah. if you're five minutes to go in a game there's nothing wrong with putting it in their corner flag no, and no. turning teams that's there's the pro- nothing that's the problem it's this idea of like I know you've got you can get to a point where you've got to you get to a point where you, you've got to be able to risk it all to win it mm. That's what City, Liverpool, Spurs were doing last season, and that's why Spurs were hardly drawn. You've got to be willing to do that, but you've got to get to a point where you know you're good enough to win those games. That's as you, you know, saying what last week in Spurs. Looking back, it's it's not a bad point that if we got one at Brighton, that wouldn't have been a bad point. You and we and as we said last week, we'd all be like, VAR's robbed us here," and it would have been confirmed that would have robbed us. Mm. And then you've got something else to blame rather than the footballers or the football club, which is mm. which is always or better. And I think it's better to just be at times. This is what I, I criticise, and I'm not criticising the manager as, su- as such for it, because I do believe it, it's a mentality just generally that knocks around. Martinez was the worst at it. At times, you've just got to be pragmatic. Cooman mm. actually, for all his faults in his first season, was set out to win the home games and draw the away yeah, games, and, and that was it. And at times, it was a bit frustrating, because you'd be like, if we'd won that game... I remember we went to Middlesbrough and we're 10 yeah, minutes ago, we brought yeah, Gareth Barry on, and I was like, we could win this game. But he was thinking, no, we'll pick a point up here, mm. next week we'll win at home, and we'll keep the run going. Mm. And Because he probably knew the level of his... But he was like, yeah, we could pick, we could just win this game, but it's not doesn't mean we're better than the team above us, mm. if, if that makes sense. So let's just take the points. We'll get our seventh place. We'll finish in Europe, and then we'll start again. That's not. That isn't a negative. No, it's not. He's made Because in that, like that Middlesbrough game you're talking about, I remember Adam Ola Luckman missing two sitters, and Ron missed one when Tom Davis put him through in the first half. So we were playing to win the game, yeah, but there's nothing wrong. The yeah, there's nothing wrong with looking and going. 10 15 minutes left here. Things have calmed down. Yeah. Let's take what it's we have. It's understanding football as well. It's understanding mm. that. You might have had your best chances in the yeah, game, yeah, yeah. and now it's time to Should go. Sure. You know what? We've probably took a point. It might get a bit chaotic the last ten minutes. They might throw a forward on, and they're at home and the front. So let's just take this thing out the game. And certainly early in the season, I think we should be doing more more of that mm. and build up to a points level where, as a fan, you're like, well, we want to win today because actually, if we don't win, it doesn't really matter. It's mm. not going to affect us. And it's, I think that's where we need to get to now. Yeah. You know, by winning that game, like you said, we scored in that game around the same time we scored against Brighton. Yeah. And I yeah. actually, I, I said that at the time to one of the lads I was with. I said, "Now it's a mental game. Mm. Can they? They? Some of them will know that. Mm. And it's like, can they go on now and win the game? And we did. We were very, very but comfortable. That was key. That yeah, was absolutely that's what I'm saying. Key. That's I all mean, that matters. The second half, you know, we give that goal away. You said it when you we we done the final word on Sunday that. The biggest mistake Snyder makes there is not getting out to him quickly. Yeah, he he looks because he doesn't really want to do it. He looks as it over his before he runs. He looks as if to say, "Is anyone else going?" So he goes. He ambles out there. Stands the lad up. If he goes fast to the lad, that's can't do. What can he do? Again. If he goes past and pull him shows down, shows him the space. Pull him down. Yeah, he does. But he doesn't. He lets him get. T- he does exactly what they done to Walcott in the first half. Yeah, yeah. The lad didn't know what to do. Walcott knocked it and ran around him, and, yeah, and yeah. we could have scored yeah. from him. We didn't. He gets once he's round Schneidlin, we have they have a little bit of good fortune because it hits Mina's heel and goes back towards the goal where it could have hit him and gone out, but it didn't anyway. So we had to bounce back from that disappointment. Then Pickford makes a good save from um Prash. But after that, they offered nothing. We we got we rode the fifteen minute spell where it was a bit uncomfortable, but we weren't under loads of pressure. And the fear was have we blown this when we were in control? That was the only thing if you if you if a 
if an independent person would have walked in to either the stadium or watching on the telly and just sat down. No, no, I'm talking about... You said independent. Oh, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. Like a fan of another team. A fan of another team, right, in that spell would have sat down and gone, Everton's still totally in control here. But us as fans are looking and going, we should have been three up, we've blown this, like same at Brighton. But what I liked was we got control of the ball again. Particularly Tom Davis started getting it, and you could see him rallying. And then the manager made two really positive substitutions and brought on Dominic Calvert Lewin. You know, Tosin, like you said before, Tosin's done all right. Done okay. He he wasn't amazing, but what he does is he lets the centre backs know they're in a game. And that's, I don't think Dom does that enough. No, he still watches some games. So I think if he can put that into his game, I think he goes up another level then because then you've got a, a lad coming on who can run. He's great in the air and he's going to rough you up a little bit. You know, he's going to yeah, make I you think know. That's his, his future, yeah. And that's what it is. And he brought on Alex Awobi, didn't he? Injected the pace. You know, and injected that little bit of pace. And I think that was, the bit, that was the big thing, wasn't it? And I think, forward passing. I think what it did was Dom, Dom held the ball up really well mm. when he came on. So he was he one option. That's that's a, that's a soaking up a pressure thing. We yeah. Having that man's the ball sticks to up front. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It was, like, it was two different ways of playing. It mm. was Awobi running through, mm. you know, going through the lines. And it was also being able to go long mm. when you have to. Because. There was t- there was times like you know what our centre backs have got no problem going along. That's that's one of the things I really like. Well, Holgate he'll just put his foot to it when he needs to. Yeah. Um, but it gave, I know what, that was the thing. Awobi started to to probe then, and they mm. had no answer for that. They they were so poor in midfield, but they had no answer for that. Mm. And once he started making those little runs, and he had a couple that were deflected just wide and. Put that one great ball into Calvert Lewin yeah, straight yeah. away, and you know the blocks on. And How many people can do that on the team? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's the it? thing. No, I mean, people... but look at the weight of the look at the weight of the pass. He was in the, the, in the stride. In look the at the weight. Yeah. He didn't have to stop. And yeah. me and Pet said the other day, Coleman would have stopped that he would because have, yeah. it's natural. For, and, that's and what he does. Or, well, that's saying, like, I mean, yeah, you're right. The goal around to the byline. No, the goal. I'm saying the goal. He put it right there. All the power, all the power on the ball that that enables Richardson to put it in the goal is because of the. The fact that a Wobie puts it into the path mm. and he's running full yeah. pelt and you right. Peaceful cross. Coleman bless him. Cross. Coleman bless him. Would dare have just gone, I can't this first time. Mm. So I'm gonna either go to the byline and I'm not gonna beat the lad or I'm gonna check and go back. And you took all the momentum out yeah. of then. And it's you no know what? It's not a criticism of Seamus Coleman as a player. It it's called age. It catches But it's also called different types of play. His skill set is trying it's to get you one on one and just space, run with yeah. the with his head down. Where he's be, more cerebral, yeah. He looks a little bit, doesn't he? And I think the other thing as well, and I said this the other day, I don't know whether you noticed that I'm was Calvert Lewin's run to the near post yeah, yeah, yeah. because he makes Keldus, that run, run. They're yeah. looking at that, which gives the Charles which that is little key bit because of... that's you need that space, and that's what yeah. you can't just stand and watch the ball, which is what we've accused him of doing at times. Mm. But if he makes that run, you create space. Separation. Yeah. But you can do that though because the ball comes in early. Yeah, when the ball comes in late, oh, they can set. The, the yeah. player can set, and they're not on the run. They're, 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 by the time Coleman sometimes. Puts a cross in. The defender's not looking at his own goal. He's actually end. looking at looking our way. goal yeah. because he's already been, yeah. and uh, he's facing the what other way. What defenders like a ball in front of them facing yeah, their own goal? Yeah, yeah. Well, the because why it's would you? If you were defending something, you don't want to defend this when yeah. your goal's here because you're either going to try to slice it, it'll come off you and go in or whatever. So because he puts that in, and like Pet said, no one's set. Dom makes the run, and he. Know, I think Dominic knows he's not getting there. But that's, no, that's, just, that's, but that's why it's play. great play. So you make that's the run anyway. Yeah. Two centre backs from both sides run with Dom, which means that Richarlison's faced up with the left full back, and he's ahead of him because he's switched on. And he's looking. The lad's got to go this way where Richarlison's running forward. 
And it's a brilliant finish. It's a great ball, but it's a brilliant finish. Does what he does best. I was going to say Richardson because that that, just, that is what he does best, making mm. those runs, getting in the box, scoring goals. He's so frustrating though. He's got so much talent, but is this like you've seen that on three, the nutmeg after a, a three, minute? Three, four times he gets in really good positions and he just makes the complete wrong decision. And that's not a criticism of he's still a young, developing player. Just you can just see if he can just get that that ten to it's just aspects, like four it? or five percent more. He'll be there. You mm. know what I mean? And, there was one right at the start of the second half yeah. where we we broke when you faced the lad up. Yeah. He's in their box, mm. and if he just delays, yeah. he can pick anyone. He just hits it against yeah. the shins, and you like there was one where he crossed it to yeah. absolutely no yeah. one. Yeah. He just out went out, and was like, come on. But, but, but he's a great he's, player. Get him what we've always said. Get him closer to the goal. Get him closer to the goal. He's our goal most team. natural goal scorer, and, he, he and took that's the goal why you lead. don't. You can have a Dominic Calvert Lewin and a Moise Key and a Tosin who's not going to score you fifteen because if you supply, have a winger either side of them, you're going to score them goals. Yeah. Like Liverpool for me, has got the same number of goals this season as Dominic Calvert Lewin in, in the Premier League three. So that, that I know Everton fans want to want to strike it, but it's about a team play and it's about building. But a team it's little ladder. things like it, it is little things like the crosses from yeah. that. that Earlier, you know, yeah, early yeah. crosses. Well, he'll get more goals, Dom, because him, he can gamble yeah. running but, from midfield. That's partly on, on top of that as well. As when you say we controlled, it was not a, a it was a different type of control because mm. the percentage possession percentage I think was like 53, 50 54. Yeah, 54. yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't the usual five hundred because what we were doing was going end to end instead mm. of let's have it the slowest down. And we weren't allowing Southampton to set. we same thing because you get those early balls in. We've said that loads of times. Though yeah, control yeah. on a game isn't having sixty percent of the possession. No, it's not. Control of the game is dictating the way the game goes. Exactly. Yeah. You can give the opposition the ball, but you can still dictate where they take that ball and then where how you take that ball off them. This is what great great clubs do or great managers do is say. Sometimes they say, well, you can have the ball, but if we take it off you here, then yeah. that allows us to well, spring. Clops me there's so much of a success at Liverpool because they break high. That midfield does all the work for them. They get the ball back, give it to the strikers, and they score goals. That's a goal, yeah. And I think Marco Silva's best teams, when he hasn't been been in England, were predicated on a counter attack and winning the ball high. And, and for whatever reason, we haven't always had that. But maybe because partly of the pressure in his job. But it, we need to do more of. We we shouldn't fear giving the ball to a Southampton. Same as we we want Burnley to be on the ball more yeah, yeah. instead of allowing them to sit in and just soak it all yeah. up. Mm. And that's what I think. Hopefully, maybe we'll learn because we can spring the yeah, press yeah. then when they when they one on one with them. Me, who's going to win that? You know, no, but that's the thing. That's what you want because they don't want to defend in space. What I, what I thought was really good was when it went two one. We then had more chances to make yeah, it three. You know, we had like you said, a Wobie one that deflects onto the post. Yeah, yeah. You know, that folly we had that one that spun just wide. Right. Mason Holgate, that was at one one though, but he he didn't realise how yeah. close he was. To it was the a goal. weird throw that just bounced. It, it bounced. It, it, it seems to have a, a you know an hour. So it, it was just just, a, he's just flicked it on, hasn't he? he but then the I'm, I'm you're talking about in-game management. When Richarlison, because he did do Richarlison yeah. in the thigh, had hurt him like, and he had to go off. I'm scre- I'm thinking, just throw Gordon on now. Just let him run at them. But he didn't. He put. He made the weird sub now. But what? Can I just stop yeah, you on, on that? Sorry. Richarlison sub though. Yeah. And something I didn't notice at the game. Someone highlighted to me is that Tom Davis went over to the man uh, to the ref and started badgering him about Richarlison being down because mm. we were all like that. Richarlison, get up! This is no time now because mm. he had stayed on his feet most of the game. But apparently Tom had gone over to the ref and kept on saying to him, he's that, he's here, you know. Mm. No, and I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. I that was really, really mature. Um, something that you know, I'm not saying. Someone else should have done it on the pitch, but because he's right next to the ref, apparently Tom was right in his ear going, mm. He's injured, you better. And he did, he blew, he blew up for it. You know, he, mad, he got yeah. the. Like, Tom was really going, probably saying to him, Well, what happened last week? You better get over there and check that out, you know, yeah, and that yeah. kind of thing. I know that was that just that. What was nice about that was it took the sting just for a couple of minutes, but it also got their fans f- mm-hmm. fuming because of a Charleston. So it was a nice. Just, 
but it showed that he was injured because he was limping. He, you know, we went off. Honestly, I, I yeah, everyone would like Gordon's comp. He played the percentages. Mm. If, you, if you get yeah. draw, draw that game, let's be honest, everyone's come for the manager's yeah, head. And he's made the decision to close it out, which you got. But that's what we're saying now, aren't we? We're asking yeah. for that. We're yeah. asking for, for, for him to go. Yeah, Come yeah. on, do it. And he went and done. He put Michael Keane on. Okay, my, own, my only worry is, well, that's the worry, isn't it? The worry is when you're throwing a third centre back on. Well, they're going to position themselves, yeah, it, yeah. It, it I'd it. usually play in defensive, look deep, but defensive. Yeah, I don't like, I mean, I, I don't like throwing a third centre. But, you know it's, what? It's been horrible it's past, done it, yeah. didn't it? We had, we, you know, even even in injury time, we had a couple of breakaways yeah, and we yeah. just didn't, we just didn't, you know, play the right ball. But they had nothing. They had one free kick, which they put in, got knocked down, we cleared it. And that was it, wasn't wins it? Wins or win. Um, and to come away, you said it right at the start of this, and you know, no away wins before then. It's so key to get that away when Ped said it before when we went 2 1 up. What are the players thinking? I'm going, we were 2 1 up last away game, we lost. Can we get through this section? Now mm. they should be thinking, we can win away, we've won our last away game. Where's our next away game? Leicester. But hang on, but Leicester uh, no, 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 blow us out the water, uh, but uh, then again, you don't know. They're flattered by that 9 0 still, I think. They're good team to be wrong. But, but I still don't think that. I was watching them on the weekend against Arsenal for about 16 minutes. It was like. Lacazette, if Lacazette scores that yeah. open goal, it's a different yeah, game. Yeah. But I mean, that's a different game. I think we'll give them. I think we'll give them a good goes. And you know, they will have the ball because of the way Rodgers plays, and that might play into Everton's hands. But that's in a few weeks, and you know, we've got Norwich having me at home before. Yeah. Then so you know, another if we could beat them, then another wins confidence. But I just thought it was, I thought it was a, a much mature, mature performance, and almost like a, almost like a steady performance. I don't want, pe- you know, people come out and go, well, they were crap, and it's like. Mate, we've lost to some crap this season. Yeah, so, yeah. and the le- let's be honest, the whole league's crap. So you can, you can. And I, I'd like to say as well, like in terms of obviously the manager. I suppose at one one people were saying, you know, and people know my opinion, the manager. But I want to see Everton win games. I'm not really that bothered. Mm. The manager thing will play itself out no matter what happens. Course, so the results are more important than anything. Let's. Mm. It's just I'd, I'd rather you be caught. You know, I don't want to be involved in relegation scrap. I want us to, you know, I want us to get like this league's really open. It's really terrible. So let's win some games. Let's not. Play. This is the problem now. I think a lot of it's so week to week, moment to moment. Yeah. Let it, I, you know, let it play out and see what happens. See what's what. In terms of Everton, if Everton can be six or seven points off Europe in January when yeah. we've had that really tough spell, if we're only that far behind, six, seven, eight, even with you know the second half of the season, couple of loans, players back. Then we, you know, that's all right. Okay, ideally, I'd love to be fourth at Christmas. But listen, you want to be in touching distance because if you're in touching distance, yeah. you can still affect yeah. it. If you're 15 points behind it, you've got some ground to yeah. make up. So mm. if we could beat Norwich, but we're three points off fifth at the yeah, moment, yeah. which is bizarre. It's a but break, yeah. just on the manager, just very quickly, we have got to, we have just got to let it play out because this Farad Mashiri will will and Marcel Brands will make the decision. In their time, if they don't think it's happening, he'll be gone. If he doesn't get in Europe, then who knows? He'll probably be gone anyway because that's a name. But we can't keep going. Well, this is good. We what Marco will say. Ped said this the other week. If we beat Southampton, he'd come to that international block, the next one, which we're at now, yeah. and go. Oh, I'm gonna played five games since the mm. last one. We've won three of them. We're in the quarter final of a cup competition. But the only game we've lost was because yeah. VAR into into. Seeded and, and Tottenham. Was we had two decisions that the, yeah. the Premier League have now said were penalties. So we could be sat here with five wins, yeah, yeah, or, or four wins and a draw. Okay, we're at three wins and a, you know a draw and a defeat. That's the way it is. If he does that over the next five games, then we'll be in a semi-final of a cup, so we want and we'll have got yeah. results. So we've got to get players back. We've got to get a bit of confidence back. 
you know, and when you look at it like that, you think, right, okay, let's just let it play out. Let's get behind the scene. See what's what. The reason I'd want to let it and play out as well is I look at it and think, the longer Marco's under pressure, the more likely you're going to be seeing we're not building on yeah. what we've got mm. because he's having. You're going to go. You know, Tosin's a good, decent player and all that, but he's not part of Everton's future plans. No, no. And Moise Keane's not going to be getting games time when Marco Silva's under pressure because that's the a byproduct of the Premier League is that you don't play young players who could make mistakes, which mm. he will. He will mm. naturally do. So if we get more comfortable, then you will see those players be given a chance, and you will see mm. the team that we want to see. Andy Gordon, for example, maybe mm. Benny Benigni, whoever else out of the new team. But that's, that, and I think the longer he's under pressure, the more unlikely that Everton are going to be building towards next season, just be chained until the end of the season. So hopefully we can put a run of games together and then we'll see what happens at the end of the season. I mean, the, the big plus for this pair, I suppose, the last couple of weeks has been Tom Davis and Mason oh, Holgate, yeah. hasn't it? Those two they, young guys have got the chance. I mean, you mentioned it there. It's, it, we're going to get to see maybe a more settled side, oddly now, because of the injuries mm. and stuff. But it might, might turn out to be the best thing that's happened all season. And... and I think some there's some players Tom deserves to be in week in and week out. We've said it for as long as Tom's been in the side, but mm. I think you're starting to see a bit more maturity from him. Mason's been spot on. He's made the odd mistake, but I've got no problem with that because you know what, Kate was making loads of mistakes this time it's last got year. Balance, isn't it? He was making loads. I remember getting to about January and thinking. I'm not bothered. We've got yeah, I, I, I couldn't care less. Yeah, you like <laughs> yeah but do you like? Did you like Kertzuma? No, I liked them anyway. So I, my, yeah, uh, but my I seen his no. stats. No, no, I did. I was, I was very big on him when he was at Stoke because people were playing him for going down. But I, like, he looked rusty. No, but I'm about to say he did look terribly. He did look terribly rusty. It's like the start of this season with Chelsea, really rusty. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a. It's and a, even Michael Keane really didn't sort it out until really yeah. mid. That's what I'm saying. So, so really, you know, and and with. With Mina, I think I think Mina is every game he plays he gets better. I I look at him. No, what I think about him though, I think he's one of those centre backs that the person next to him has a lot easier day because he's next to Mina, and I think yeah. that really will really of all the players that Holgate has, has has had so far next to him. I think this one might be the one that just complements him, that allows him to grow as a player. He's an absolute monster. If it, I just hope his English will be up and improve. But for me. The, the captaincy will be between him or Tom Davis. I don't want to prove that much because it's not that close. Yeah, yeah. I'd, he wouldn't be my captain because mm. I look at him and think. You think Tom Davis can be Tom captain? Tom Davis. Yeah, I look at him and think, captain. you know, I'm I'm quite I'm all right with Dean being captain, but I'd love Tom to be captain. I don't think he needs to be I captain want to speak right more now. Than captain. Mm. I no, want I, to that would be so much. Be amazing. <laughs> if it does, skateboard and captain. I'm no, but I like that. Holgate, I think Holgate and Tom. This is where I know you're saying now you can't bring young players in, but these aren't young players. These are those young no, players. No, they're not. That's what I mean. Mm. It's different than most kids. These are like 22, 21, 22, 23, him and, them three, him and Dom. And I think now is the right time when there's. If, you can get, if we can get like into where we're going, where we get into the top half of the table, and, and you, you've got players like that who I think can drive you forward, you'd mm. rather see them. I've said this millions. I just, I've said this so many times. Why wouldn't you want to get behind those players? You, everyone moans about these Snidens or your Sigurdsons or whatever. You can understand that. You know, I still like Sigurdsson. Mm. I still like him. I just think he's been. I'm sure he's a nice fella. No, but I think he's been poor this season. I think you. He'd, I mean, I give him. A, I give him a rating on for my play ratings on Saturday. I think it was the worst one on the pitch. And someone said, "Well, he wasn't any worse than someone else." And I said, "Well, he wasn't better than someone else." Though, his he? job <laughs> was to cre- is to create stuff. He didn't create nothing. So he does some corners of no, things. This is what bores me with yeah. him, and this is the argument. I can take corners. No, this is the thing with him, and people go, "Oh, he got three crease chances." 
he's great at corners. No, but I, I like him. But the point being is, is that you can you can go. Well, he's got a forty-five million pound fee around his neck. Snyder moans about. Oh, I should I left Man United too early? Great. You know, these all got problems that you can look at and go. Their reasons maybe to not dislike them, but go. Oh yeah, you're all right. But someone like Tom Davis, you go. That's a lad who wants to play for Everton. Mason Hoggate wants to yeah, play Mason for Everton. You know, Dominic Calvert-Lewin wants to play for Everton. John Joe re- Kenny wants to play for Everton. And, and whether they're good enough or they're not good enough, we'll find out in the test of time. But you're not. That's what I'm saying. You're not going to find that. And I'd rather if they're not playing. I'd rather have these lads who are. I think you get you get more out of them, or you get like that five ten percent extra from them because they actually care. And this is the time you see that. Um, you know, I, listen, Agent Durham said something on the radio the other day, and I, I didn't really, I agreed with half of it, and then he brought... But his name's Tom Davis. No, he said, Tom <laughs> da- he said, no, Tom Davis can be amazing forever, and he said, yes, he, can he could be. be better than, and he got, when he said he can be better than Steven Gerrard, that's when he ruined it, and not because he can't be better than Steven Gerrard, just because, yeah, he, just because he, that was when you went, yeah, you're doing this, mate, so people will ring in, Reds mm. will ring in and go. Why don't you say he could be best than Leon Osman? That's no, why as a, bar, as a barometer. Why does he have to be best than No, 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 I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. Why does he have to be, why can't he just be Tom Davis and Tom Davis can be the future for Everton? I think he could have just said he can be one of Everton's most important players and he can be an England international. If he said that, that's not right because, listen, there's some players in that English squad now that you like, Fabian Delph, who's like got half a leg at the moment. Has he come home he's now? Yeah. Well, there oh, you go. Uh, is, he, is he done the most sour tactical injury? I'm, oh, got, I fancy missing a couple of games because Klopp told me two games. Yeah. You know, but that what I, what I mean is that's you, that bar isn't that high, is it? That's just like he could be good for Everton and he could play for England, and then that's something that is tangible. Once you start going, he can be better than Gerrard. It, it, there's no reason for it. You'll yeah. have a look when he's 35 if he's better yeah. than Gerrard. If he does half the stuff Gerrard did, so you forget about that. But I just think uh, you're right. I I don't know why people wouldn't want Tom Davis to succeed. I can't get my head around it. Well, I've got that was, that was just going to be two points, and what both about Tom Davis really and, and, and Marco as well. In terms of Marco, what's frustrating me and why why I've sort of gone on his back is because mm. he's acquiesced to people like Gilfie Sigurdsson Schneiderlin, where he should be playing his own system and players that fit it, whether they are Tom Davis or not. It doesn't mm. matter what price tag it's what fits your best. But what system. about? My only counter. No, but to this that is the problem. Results, no, it? well, no, it is, and that's the problem for him. Is that I suppose if he was in a, a job, because I haven't always someone did say that we're only three games away from a crisis. If he was more secure in his job, mm. then maybe he would. So I'll give him that in the sense that if he was, if, if brands came out and said, "Listen, we're going to ride through this," blah blah blah, then we might be able. Then he's building something. Then that'd yeah, be fine. Yeah, yeah. I still would like to see a plan, but whatever. And then mm. moving on from that, I was listening to a podcast about with Ian Graham, who is Liverpool's data scientist, and he was saying what they look for in midfield is Naby Case in particular. Is players who play balls into attacking areas. Now, what mm. they have said is doesn't matter if they've got a 75% completion rating. rating. They're putting balls in dangerous areas all the time. You look at Tom Davis and people have gone, he loses the ball too much. I'd rather Tom Davis try and, pick, try and break the lines constantly yeah, yeah. and pass it forward than some crab knocking side to side. Yeah, and that's what people need to get off his back. Yeah, these people need to understand that football is, 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 is built on people breaking the lines and mm. getting people into space. And Tom, without Tom in the team, it's too controlled. It's not. It's too yeah. formulaic. You need mm. Tom in the team. What? What are, were you, are you going to no, make another point there? No, you no. said two. You made I one. did make the, made the, oh, made the first point. Well, you didn't yeah, separate yeah. them well enough there. <laughs> what I would say, though, what I would say, just 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 as a side note to that, is though, 
the, the club you'd have to say to the club though because when you think about it when brands talks about this wasn't be a long term project we're going to bring young players into the team you can see that actually starting to see you, mm. you know you look at the pitch and go there's young players all over and we're bringing those players now that we said their careers had stopped um, but what we need or what we maybe we should have done to help the process if we had a striker like a 15 goal striker you could rely on all the time mm. that allow that that wins you those games of football when it is 1-1 or it's or gets you that point that helps the process so much mm. more this is where we ruined Lukaku because we ruined them by we ruined the chance to bring blood players through because he was always scoring goals whereas we were just like oh, Lukaku scored the goals don't worry about anything else the whole of the back of the team's on fire well, we did do. We brought Barkley through. We brought Tom Davis towards the end through. We brought John Stones and Malcolm. We didn't though. They played every it game. It doesn't matter. We didn't bring them through. No, but what they we did games. with them, what we did with them, was we put them in the team and just went, "There you go." I think they'll be the best players for it. Not yes, but did, yeah, and then till till we decided, oh, we'll just sell you. What the problem is? With, the them. problem with Lukaku was we had a, a lad who scored twenty goals every season for four seasons. And, never built and we finished 11th and mm, that's, that's, that's literally what I'm saying he didn't, he didn't well, take care of what was going on sadly there. this is premature wasn't it really for, except mm. for the, the 7th under Koeman wasn't mm. it uh, yeah but uh, and, and my counterpoint to the, the 15 goals thing and you're the striker as you is it because mm. how many strikers Dad, isn't it? hang on that's your job no well, uh, well, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, well I'm going to say to you and everyone go Diego Costa he's got two no, goals this season no I'm the boss well, you say Olivier Giroud, he's going to say Do you know what I'm going to say, Olivier Giroud? He'll slow the whole team down. Yeah. He's the kind of player that we're best when we're fluid and going for, when we've got three interchangeable no, forwards. When no. Charles played the front of the weekends for Stam, that's why we were better because we're interchangeable. Yeah, do not sign. Games. Do not sign a number nine. With it, do tradition doesn't the matter because the XG is doing wonders for us. Um, there are, it's not. Don't get me started on XG. It's the biggest load of nonsense ever. I've got a book called XG philosophy. I'm not being funny like a room full of chimpanzees made that book they just sat down lot of load of bollocks science cannot score goals science and 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 well theories who've made flawless transfers no no what I can tell about them is they've got three boss strikers that's what I know when he bought the three of them did anyone think they'd be three boss strikers man he was like a good wide player Salah Firmino was, a was, was a, not a nine and Firmino wasn't a nine so well, he's trust me when out. I say that they are the best they've got the best data people in the world so no, data it's a, ma- it's a marriage of yeah, football principles and data no, it's everything isn't it you've, you've got to put it all together and so what I say to you is Giroud is a really good striker and yes you can build it you can build off I'm not the, saying I'm not listen not someone having it I wouldn't, someone number nine. I wouldn't have uh, yes someone that no, because this is not how. See, this is the Mateta, problem. No, this, see, this is the problem. This is I don't the, mind Mateta because he can run. Like, this is the problem. Hang on, hang on. You're all over. We're all talking over each other here, right? I know you're. This points. is the problem with with football, real football, and and something that gets lost. Football, and this is where I say to you all the time: you can have all the maths and all the science and everything. If you don't have eleven players, you go out there. And work their bollocks off Correct, for you, yeah. right? Mm. None of it matters. Does right? Shiri work his bollocks off though? Listen to what I'm going to say. Just as well, right? So there are times when you need that player to come off the bench, no matter whether it would be yeah. a Giroud, whether it be a, a Zlatan, 
Shomar got Shomar toast. He's not though. He's not though. <laughs> he is. He's not. He's not though. He's not good enough. He is. You need somebody that other strikers can lay off as well. And you need he's someone... He's not, though. He's not he's good. He's not good. He's League. not good enough. He and isn't that, good enough. I agree completely. So don't but throw him into why I'm up then. He's not good enough. Play Dominic Carver-Lewin. Right? No, but you can. But the point being is that we at the moment have got young players playing and sometimes they just need a leader around them to just show them what's what. And that's what I'm talking about. You need leaders. And that's... that. No, because this is the big problem with Everton Football Club. The manager isn't strictly a leader because he's so young and he doesn't have anyone on his on his coaching staff who is that experienced. But that's what we've talked about. It. We've been talking about in the week about Neville being a mentor for Pixar. Sometimes that. you just need someone at the club who you can go to and say, what am I doing wrong? And they don't lie to you. And that's what can happen when you buy good senior players. This is why I think Delph was brought in. And people go, oh, he's always injured. But he was probably brought in yeah. toward the midfield. And that's why it's, that's one of the standards big, he's brought in. That's one of the big problems yeah, with yeah. Everton is. Because, like, apart, if you say with Moise's signings, you know, Baines and Coleman, how much senior players in the ass? That, that, what does that say? And then, Sigerson's not a leader. Snyland's not a leader. That's the problem. This is what I'm saying. Sometimes you need to go out. And we look at it now and go, we're not scoring enough goals. So we have to go, we should have gone and got someone who can be an example to the other people. And and we've had all these stories, you know, Moise Keane this week about him being late. It's nothing to me. But you know what? You need somebody who's on the staff. Not on the staff, sorry, he's a player. To grab him. Not one of the coaches. Because if it's a coach, you'll think it's like, we all know the teacher grabs you. If someone tells you something, you go, oh, an authority figure, you go, shut up, you. But if your mate tells you the same thing, you go, oh, yeah, yeah, because you listen to them. So if, that's what I'm saying. There's no, I don't think there's enough people at the club, whether it be, whether it be uh, the manager to lean on someone, and maybe that's where he's lost the assistant manager, for a player to just go to another player and go, come on, lad. Being late all the time. I'd have to say it in Italian, obviously. But, you know, he'd say it to him and say, come on, this is stupid. You're, you're leading by example. We're, you know, I'll, look what I do. Look what I... Look, you know, good pros. And I think that's something we're missing. And I think if we had someone... And, you know, you can go to me, well, you will do this and you do that. And I'll go, yeah, but at the training ground, he'll turn up, he'll look like the dog's bollocks. He'll say to them, right, we turn up every day for training this time. We do this, we do that. You stay afterwards. No, no you don't get off. You stay afterwards if you want to be the best. You can go in and go, look, see that, what's that? What's that? It's called a World Cup medal. Yeah, cultures are really, cultures are really important. Saying, you are right. These things get lost, though. But then there's other considerations. Like, if you bring in a striker, what do you say to Moise Keane and Tony Carver-Lewin? Because their development... No, no, I what you say to them is, genuinely... No, no, I, 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 I agree yeah. with your point. I'm just answering it back. What you say to them is you say, he's won a World Cup medal, right? But I want you in my team. Prove that to me. They're professional footballers. Will he come here for that, though? You don't tell him that. You don't tell him that. You no, tell him. You go. We've got a couple of kids here. Right? <laughs> you win every week. Don't play it. Don't. don't, don't Olivier, ta- meet the bench. <laughs> don't bring your missus though. Yeah. <laughs> just. No, we've got to bring his missus. No, but that, that's what I'm saying. No, these things get lost in football. I think for we me. need a better version of Jan Tosin. We, might, we, we may, we may do it. We may look for that. Maybe as a loan deal. Maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's I, all. I, 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 you know, it, it, it's a fine balance. I don't There's think no, no one's wrong honest. here because but there's just different viewpoints. I still mm. think with Chenk is right. I'm not having a go with Chenk. I like Chenk. Uh, the one I'm saying is though, I look at him and go, "Why has he got shoe polish in his hair?" He, well, I've, I've, I've asked me. We've we've watched them train, mate. There ain't no shoe polish in the training. No. There's match hair and training hair. There's no hair. Um, Chenk double. You need somebody who's. See, I honestly, right, I would have no problem with Everton, and you'll you'll laugh at this, but I'd have no no problem with Everton going to to go into Zlatan. 
I'd love Zlatan, I love Zlatan. Right, okay. I'd go to Zlatan and ten. I'd go, yeah, is <laughs> a deal. You'll yeah, play X amount of games, he'd score goals, and he'd walk in the dressing room in it, and everyone would go, Zlatan. And they'd go, and then he'd speak to Moise Keane, because he speaks Italian, and he'd go, stop, start doing all this. Because this is what, people like Zlatan, people get the impression that, the knobheads and the, the cause havoc and all that. It's like you don't, you it's don't, the you don't become people like you don't become people like them. Yeah, but even Eto, Eto was telling the other players. You can't say to no, but that that's the manager don't tell. No, but that's no, but that's the problem here. We've got a manager under pressure. Them type of personalities very difficult. But that's the thing. They've all, you've, that's where a manager. And I think this is where where. And I'm not saying. I'm, listen, I'm not going to say to you. Oh, we need to sack the manager. But if maybe why you know. You can have give the manager a little bit of help then. And when I say help, I don't mean someone who's going to run the mind. Say to him, listen, do you, do you, do you, is there someone we can help you get bring in that you can just lean on? And that's where I think maybe he's lost that assistant manager. Might have might be a little bit of put a bit of doubt in his mind. But I think you need those people all over the pitch. It's why it's good that probably Baines is still at the club and he can say these say these things to a couple of players. You know, it's when people go, no sentiment, get rid of everyone, but you still need to retain that little bit of something that can that people can go, oh, that's, you know, whatever. I, I'm having run through this, and they go, yeah, I went through that as well at your age. This is what'll happen. This is what'll happen. Mm. And I think that's maybe where the where as a club at the moment we've just got, we just need a little bit of something. Well, then that's that's gonna be up to Marcel Brands to change the leadership group over the next. You can't do it in one season because. Mm. It's very hard to sell a lot of players on a lot of money, so yeah. you could have to change it. But you've got at the moment you've got Baines, Coleman, who, whether you like them or not, they've been at Everton for a long time. They, you know, they love Everton, so they're past the leadership group. Then you've got the next level of players down. You've got Delph, Sigurdsson, Schneider, and, and in terms of age, then it's the young lads. And then exactly. I suppose you need to. But what's going to happen over the next two, three seasons? Those lads who are 23, 24 now they're are going to be the older players, and that's and that's football's not a long term project. That's the problem now, but. That's what the plan is, I think. And I think what you're saying as well is I think because of what happened to PSV, Marcel Brands will bring in, or brains will stay at Everton and mm. players will stay around. And I know they do it anyway now, but that'll be the, a focus of the academy, hopefully. Mm. But, right. No, I think, I, think you're, I think you're both right with, with different viewpoints on it. I think that what, we, wrong, no. I mean, what we've got to just remember is that you've got to take a step back sometimes from, from the immediacy of football and go... What's more important that we get it right? We're building a team. He said, Marcel Brand said we might have some some bad moments because we're on a we're on a pathway. We've brought in a lot of players, thirteen players, I think, that they've signed, mm. Brands and Silver. So, okay, ideally as fans, we want to see this this unit playing this way, and it's dead clear. But what we're going to talk about next is obviously the Howard's Way film. But what that kind of showed me was. It's not black and white, and stuff stuff can happen by bringing one player in that can turn everybody else or give the manager that bit of space and think all he's trying to do at the minute is get us to a level where everything just settles and then we can build again because we're at a stage, you know, whenever Southall was, was saying the other day, brought another half a dozen players in this summer. It's, it takes time for people to settle down, even people from this country it takes time to settle down let alone people like Moise Keane who's a young lad out of Italy they've done well last year but you've got to let him just grow and you know there's other thing, other aspects as well so we're on that that pathway and results like Saturday against Southampton will give him a bit more breathing space we beat Norwich then everyone I guarantee you will then start going well we're only two points off freaking Europe blah, blah blah then we go into a tough run of games but then it's sink or swim isn't it players will want to play in them 
players will want to play in those games because yeah. it tests yourself. To be fair, though, them games probably suit us more playing against your Burnley. Of course, they will. The moment, so, of yeah. course mm. they will. So let's just see what happens. Great win, better in terms of game management, better in terms of players, and then see where we are. We all feel a bit better because yeah. we're one win off fifth. So there you go. As Baz said, we'll be back for part two to talk about the brand new fantastic film Howard's Way. I thought it was called Dave's Way. Thanks for downloading the Toffee TV podcast, but did you know we put all our shows out as podcasts? Head over to patreon.com forward slash Toffee TV EFC and you'll find all the latest shows available as podcasts exclusively for Patreon subscribers. So if you need to find all the latest ever news, conversations, stats, match previews and match reviews as easily downloadable podcasts at your convenience, head over to Patreon. Welcome back to part two, the final part also, there's no point for the part three, Yeah, there's no game this week, um, so we can get into this. Uh, this week saw the launch of the new film, Howard's Way. Everton, Howard's Way. Well, I think they've put Everton in there. Because it's copyrighted. No, just 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 for clarification, just just like when we do videos and stuff, it's always good to put Everton in the title. Uh, you know, people nowadays use things like, you know, they use a thing called Google. Right, okay. So and they'll put Tell like, me more. So they'll put like <laughs> you put like search words in. Oh right, okay. And then when you put search words in, things oh. pop up. So you might if you put Everton in the title, someone goes and Google with oh, Everton. No, no, Howard's Way. Yeah. Everton Howard's Way would pop up. Wouldn't the series Howard's Way pop up if you put Howard's Not Way? Not if you put Everton before it. And Probably. that would be the confusion. Because you might start watching and thinking, Howard Kendall was a was a, a yacht salesman in Southampton in the eighties. Well, Bill Bow didn't pay that much, let's be fair. Exactly. So <laughs> So so yeah, it it is technically called that. But um, we went down to the so Saint Joseph's Hall. The mm-hmm. film had already had a couple of showings, in yeah, fact, yeah. and it is on fact it's all had this week. As well, didn't it? Like, uh, the no, premiere at the Liverpool Film Festival. Ju- just the premiere, not a gala premiere. No, but this was the main. Big, this was the gala premiere. This, this was the big was show when all the teams, uh, all the players from the team would be there, and and you know some some celeb some sporting celebrities there. Tony Bell, you too. Austin Austin, Austin Healy, Healy was there. Was there. Mm. Didn't he make a horrifying comment about the Copites recently? He did. Probably. He probably but did. he was there. He probably, but he, I think he is the director's mate, Rob Sloan. I think he's his mate. Because Rob does a lot of production, I think, for Rugby Union. So he, he might does know. Sky, a lot yeah. of Sky stuff. So he's all the Europa League. Yeah, so I th- oh, that's not speak to you. You, see, you know, he goes to Buster Spokes. There's a lot of work for yeah. the Europa well, League do, as well. Like. So anyway, um, so they've made. So it was a great night and all the players were there and we got to speak to a few... Um, and we got to speak to a few that we, you know, haven't spoke to before or don't get spoken to very often, like of Paul Bracewell and Kevin Richardson and Alan Harper, and we spoke to Andy Gray and Graham Sharp and Derek Manfield. So, um, and everyone else was there. The only people who weren't there were uh, Kevin Ratcliffe, who a bit sad he wasn't there, the captain, and Agent Heath, who's over in America doing the transfer started transfer window. It is, yeah. So for Minnesota, so he couldn't come as well. But everyone else was there. And um Bailey wasn't there either. John Bailey. Bailey's on a picture though. There's a picture in the oh, back room. He? No with Does the green screen. And he's on that picture. And oh, that, well he must have been there then but, but why didn't he get him up? But he said he wasn't there I though. Know. So well, I, I don't know. know. Did they just go with the fourteen that was all, that was in the team? I don't know. I didn't think John Bailey was there, but if he's on a picture he quite clearly was I never seen him No he wasn't on the stage So obviously so it the film is primarily about Building the 84 85 team, you know, there's mentions of 87 and there's mentions of what come before that, and there's mentions the film's set up really well to 
it doesn't go in. Say, you know, it doesn't go in and become this like season review. It goes in there and builds up to sort of whatever it had been before the fourteen-year wait for the trophy, and then something that sparks the fourteen-year. Uh, and and you know, our mate Dave comes on the show quite regularly. He he's featured heavily as is Baz's son, who is in the film. Uh, he, he is available for uh, other parts if you want a young boy to run. Just, yeah. Ju- yeah, just expand on that. Good at running <laughs> and kicking a can. There you go. And a telephone call. Yeah. Oh, so, go. so that, and then yeah. that that so that moves through the seventeen. You get a bit of Mick Lyons describing, you know, how bad it was, and then we get the eighties, and we get a bit of the social political stuff with the mm. riots and everything, and Derek Hatton, Looking and then well. we go into stage by stage as how it built the team and what it becoming. It was just, just it's just fantastic. It's fantastic to watch it properly, pro- properly described and brought to life. Right, right. And as I said, just like a season, glorified season review. It's not one of them, but it's a proper comes into all the different parts of what it was like to be around at that time. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's, it is incredible. You know, you see, goes back as far as Alex Younger to start. I think, or when we were in the '66 Cup mm-hmm. and. It, it sets the scene of like how Everton don't, you know, do something and then it falls apart basically, which historically is carried on, by the way. But you know, and, and that's how it goes. But it is. I mean, there's things like you know, people might know, but Howard Kendall signed seven players in his first transfer seven, window, yeah. and only one of them was magnificent, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. And but two of them were, were Neville Southall and Jim Arnold, the goalies who were, who were very. Neville was obviously unbelievable, but Jim Arnold was a. It's more of a project than Neville at the time when he signed them, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he came from Berry and he was a young goalkeeper and he got Jim Arnold, who he'd had, how had had a Blackburn, who was more experienced and they had to fight the, the way through. I mean, Nev made his debut in a, a game that was on the big match, first time Everton had wore Hafnir on the telly. And we uh, we beat Ipswich two one. Gary Stevens scored, but never was in goal. That was his debut. And then he was out the next week. He played really well. We won two one. He was out. So that was how it went early on. But it, it's it's greater building it. But it, the big thing I took from it, and I said the other day, and, and I said to you, Andy, before, was that how it could have gone very wrong. How it wasn't so obvious. I, I remember it anyway as a kid. I can you know it feels like yesterday some of the games and. I'm saying to you, Andy, that Coventry game, the, the Coventry game in the cup was incredible. There's 8,000 of us there, and we come from behind to win 2 1, which was a massive thing because we weren't playing very well at all. It was before Christmas, was it was October time or something, it was the third round. Um, Peter Reid come on and changed the game, but a few weeks later, we have Coventry at home in the league, and the team was horrific. The team get booed off, there's petitions going around to get rid of our Kendall. It's been signed by fans, he had his garage doors daubed in paint, get out of our club and the singing sacked the manager and blah blah it was horrific, horrific and you're watching this team that was garbage basically in front of your eyes and yeah, two games later winning away game and have eight, then go 18 games unbeaten in the league and end up winning an FA Cup so mm. it, it's incredible and the stories around it are amazing and you get to see that those players not only police themselves not only demanded the best from each other but Genuinely loved each other as a as a team. That's what I took from. Mm-hmm. It, it's all it is, like you mentioned there. It's all about moments, isn't it? You know, there's moments like signing Peter Reid and Andy Gray mm-hmm. lead the ship in the dressing room, as I mentioned in the previous part. Having having we spoke to Bob. Remember when we interviewed Bob Latchford all those years ago back in the Winslow, yeah. and he said that 
Howard Kendall spoke to him and it was between him and Andy Gray who they were signing oh, yeah, and he said that back, I yeah. thought I was coming back and he went he chose to go with Andy you know yeah. but, but Bob Latford have had the same impact as Gray probably but not because Latt was a good goal scorer but not a character but that was like a Andy very Gray. young team people forget how young that team Ooh. was and having that bit of experience but even on the coaching side Again, bringing in Colin Harvey was a masterstroke. Colin Harvey, who a lot of the younger players had worked with, had standards that because he'd played for a, for a good Everton side and come through and the standards had been set to him by good Everton players before that, mm. good pros. It's having good pros telling young pros how things are done. This is what I was saying about part one. It, 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 there's not enough of this goes on in football. Mm. And at times... At times, you need another voice as well. You need that, you know... It's funny, Colin Harvey, because you... Sometimes I think... It, the p- picture maybe from the outside is painted like Howard was staying and Colin might be the person to rely on but Mick Heaton was probably the person he went to wasn't he yeah. so you had Howard who, who picked the team and Colin who was staying because he was taking all the training and wouldn't let, allow them any less and then Mick Heaton who was who was maybe the person you went to who maybe wasn't a great coach and it just shows you and Clinkard come up didn't he mm. um, who was the former physio do you, do you remember Clinkard? Looked like Magnum. Looks like Magnum. I remember McRathbone. That's probably the most bad memory. Uh, no, I know, but there was probably was a physio, but it was what? The, the well, he was a very. He was. He was quite. But the thing was, though, he always stuck. <laughs> but see, I was only young, but he was always because he looked like Magnum, which was on the telly at the time, and and he was like the same age as the players. He was Tom Selleck. Yeah, basically looked like, like Tom, because he was the same Selleck. age as all the players. So it the was pitch. very. Un, <laughs> it was very unusual that we had like a. And he said, he said the other day, didn't he? At the at the thing, he said he got him on stage, like because he was a really important part of it. And he said we had like fifty. It was like the team. Then there was like the manager, two coaches, and the physio, and that was it. He said, that, now, yeah. that was it. He said so we all had to stick together, and, and you know we did have the kit man and the fella and the person. Well, like, the first, Jimmy Martin. Jimmy Martin. Well. Well, we drove. And we <laughs> he drove the bus. The coach. Right. He drove the bus. Then. So and that was important because he yeah. Howard used to say to uh, to to him. Right, from our away game that they won, right, don't drive above 40 miles an hour. We go home slow, so we can all have a, a, a bit Break of a bit of a, No, no, simply have a bevy. Yeah, there's John Clinkard. He does look like Magnum. He does, he does. I mean, not, nah, he, he not very good for a podcast, but... Um, no, but sort him out. John handsome Clinkard. man, fluffy hair, He's a very, he's a very <laughs> handsome man. Look, so go. he was a big thing, and because he was young, and I'm saying that they were, so they drive home very slowly from away matches so they could all have a bevy and stuff. the motorway? Yeah. Not illegal. Well, you, you've got to all both 50 on a motorway. It'd be 50, wouldn't it? Maybe he went on the A-roads, I don't know. You don't have to defend them, it's the statute of limitations is gone. <laughs> no, but that's what that was the kind of that was the kind of thing that happened. And you know, Clinkard was was very. He said the other night he was you know similar age to all the players, and that made a big a big difference in some respects. And there was all that camaraderie, but there was only John Clinkard, Mick Eaton, Colin Harvey, and Albert Kendall. That was the that was the staff. It's much different now, isn't it? But that, that I do think it is important. I know people question Duncan Ferguson, just trying to bring it round to a sort of modern thing. Is you do need. An identity of Everton and what they represent, no matter mm-hmm. whether they are on the coaching staff or the ambassador, or whatever. It's just to bring those standards, I suppose, mm. into it. And you look at Ajax, probably the best team ever who've done it, really, mm. even at Barcelona, where they've got players throughout the club mm. who know what it's like to represent them, and that sets I, that standard. I think Definitely. we've always done it. I think the problem is, though, now is that the generational gap. Mm. 
is so, it's so big from, yeah but that's what I'm saying so Duncan Ferguson did win something ever. Yeah. I mean, you can't take that away from him but then it's the pledge generation after but then the problem and this is the problem isn't it is, is that and, and it's funny because we always say the only people the only managers who've won anything for Everton are people who've played for Everton yeah. it is something it, it is something you need Marco going for a quick sub appearance mm, yeah <laughs> get him on yeah they'll Please. put a rumour out that he, he played for Everton in a trial game in, um, in 1992 no, but it's, it, it is that though. It is about an identity. It is, and people will go. No, you need to get away from that. And I know, listen, younger people. I don't know how you feel, but we'll ask you now. But younger people say some younger people will say, "You need to get away from this now. You're living in the past. You like you like them not always about." But I I don't think it is living in the past. I think what it is is it's like it's celebrating something that was so good, and and one of the things because I've seen it as well is people say. Should get the players to watch this and and the coach so they understand. And it's like, no, you should get the players to watch it and look at the fans and go look at the fans' reaction when we score against Southampton. We're going to an FA Cup final, you know, and we all believe we're going to win it, but we've got to win that semi final. When we won it in extra time, it was that feeling of like, oh my god, we're on the verge of winning a trophy. And 14 years. I mean, it's going to be 25 now, but 14 years then for Everton Football Club was, was an eternity. Yeah, it was it was an eternity. Clubs because at the end of the day, right? Like, trophy in every every decade. If you were an Evertonian, then your dad would have seen you win something. That's how it's yeah. always been. Yeah, yeah. Your dad would have seen you win something, no matter what. That's what it's always been with Everton. Unfortunately, now you, people are looking at their granddads and, and saying that, and that's 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 you know that's the problem. We're we're, we're getting to that point. So. What's your take on it anyway? For me, you always have to remember your heroes. I always think that I think the club should probably do more. And I think they should. Mm. I'm not saying you should bring in Peter Reid as manager or anything like that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But example, Neville Southall, you know, one of the, probably one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time. And let's be honest, top 10, top 5, whatever you want, whenever you want the to speak to The greatest for me. He, well, for me as well. I, I, and I wasn't even around, but I would have watched Neville Superb. He's a resource that Everton should be asking. Definitely. I'm not saying he's going to be the goalkeeper coach because he probably doesn't want to be the goalkeeper. No. But just him and Jordan Pickford, um, Jonas Lossel, Harry Tyre, whoever the youth goal is, mm. just a video session a week with Nev would, would make a world of difference. And I'm not saying that Nev is going to, is going to transform, but what that experience is something you lean on. You, and as I said, Ajax do it well. Barcelona have got Patrick Clivert now running the Messiah. That, and I know we have those those players involved, but these are players at a different level, what we're talking about now. Mm. Neville's a winner. He's you know, Everton's most winning goalkeeper, really. Mm. There's a difference between him and his knowledge, and he was one of the best in the world. He understands the game, that's the key. He, Neville can teach as well as talk about the yeah. game. That's a difference. Not everyone can do that. Mm. I do think that there's certain things that Everton may need to modernise itself away from. That's more in terms of... You know the playing style and what we should do, but that's that's by the by. That's that's a different conversation. But I do think that we should look to the past, and I do think we should hold up what they did and what you know. Because you know, I would love to have seen that to me. I wouldn't. You know, I've I've seen good Everton teams, but I've never seen a team win anything consistently. Like I, I've never gone into a season think we're one of the best two teams in this league. I've never had that. Mm. And when Liverpool and Everton were the best two teams in the league, it was tiff tat every mm. season, wasn't it? For those four or five years, and mm. I think. There's a lot to be learned, and I think the players should watch it. And I, I'm not saying they're gonna, you know, a lot of them won't understand it, but the, the, there's there's an, there's something to be learned, as you say, the reactions of the fans, the camaraderie, the yeah. standards set by the senior players in the team, and just how, and how you become champions, really. Because you look at the modern Everton team now, and I, you know, I, I, I'll move the manager out just for a second because mm. Marcel Brands is obviously the one who's creating this sort of ethos and this philosophy. He's building a young side. Now, this side mm. may not be ready now to, to get the mm. big time, which they're not. 
So it's going to take a couple of years. Now, Howard did the same. If you look at the team in 82, 83, it was 23 years old, average age, mm. 24 and 84, 85. So it was building. Mm. You obviously had Peter Reid, who was 26, 27. Neville Southall was a tiny bit older, and Andy Gray was obviously older mm. as well. And you still had David Johnson knocking around, I think, in those, in those early years as well. Yeah, he, he ran in 83, 84, yeah. didn't he? So. so you had that experience, but you also had... Those young players coming through, and what was what, what was going to happen is they were all going to be in the plan together. Mm. And I think you look at the Everton team now is that you know you go, well, Tom Davis is twenty two, people say he's not good enough, whatever. But mm-hmm. in two or three years' time, Tom Davis can be in his prime; he's be ready. Now, I think some people like us to bridge the gap with experienced players because football's not a patient game anymore. Back no. then, a manager would get minimum two years. Mm. Very rare, a manager, Brian Clough, would mm. get less. Than, you know, would get less than a year as a manager. Mm. But, and that's the difference that, that is the change and that's obviously you have to apply modern thinking to it but there is lessons to be learned I think the the elements of having mentors and things like that is hugely important as you said like you shouldn't be scared if you passed you should you know I, I think, think so. Roberto Manis when he brought in um, Howard mm. for that occasion you know that time he brought in Finch Farm he'd never been to Finch Farm Moyes had never had never welcomed him and I think Moyes was like a little bit scared of the past and what it represented and that was one of his fails, but Roberto wanted to embrace it. And I think you've got to, you've got to have a little bit of that. And I don't, you know, I know we've had like when David Unsworth was given the job, and he had, he had Joe Royal in his ear and things like that. I think you've got to, you've just got to have it running through the club. You know, we watched the Dorman documentary, and you know, it, every position at the club seems to be filled with someone who played for yeah, the club. Yeah. And then they have Samu who comes in as well as an outside technical advisor. To basically say, you may all be a little bit too close to the mm. club, so I'm here to tell you what you're sort of not seeing. So, that, so I think certainly someone like Neville would be a, would be amazing for the club. But I just think as a whole, I think it's important to because the whole point of this film is saying that this is from this is f- f- this film for everyone else and not Evertonians. This is to show yet how important this club, what this team was, how mm. good this team was. And maybe that's why we go on about this team so much, is because it doesn't get the appreciation from everyone else. So, wherever some, so some young people might go, stop living in the past. It's not a case of living in the past. It's, it's a case of the, the club, again, being overlooked by other people and other people's teams who are not as good as Everton getting more credit than they deserve mm. than this team George does awesome. you know and that's that's what that's that's I think that's why we hold them in such high esteem and maybe once this film's out and out there we'll all go job's done now we, we've we've given it to the world and, and if they don't appreciate it now that's up to them but it's but, also for me for Evertonians younger Evertonians standards where does that standards come from I've heard loads of Everton fans saying you know, we shouldn't look at ourselves as a big club anymore, just be happy to be in the Premier Why, League. The FIFA and you're like, yeah, well, that's it. So you go, what are you talking about? Be happy to be in the that's Premier the, League. That's the sort of malaise that's setting over that's the club. It, and, and there is that generational gap between the fans. Now I'm in the middle and I, I obviously experienced the 90s. Jesus. And I think that's mm-hmm. the problem, is that you had that 90s period. Mm. And then what David Moyes brought into the club was just safety. And I'm, I'm not saying Moyes was, but he was a good manager, but there was just that yeah, yeah. element of comfort with yeah. it. And I think people got into that. And that's why the, the, the aim for that safety again, mm. when is you know, the clubs, I think, you know, you hope, that you, you think the clubs want to be ambitious now and we are taking maybe more risks. It might take time to bed in. You know, Marco may or may not be the right man, but it's going to take time. It's not going to be quick because you've got a, you've got a project that failed under Kerman mm. that's now having to be fixed. So it's it's delaying. Them. If you look, at, if you take yourself away from it again as an Evertonian mm. and you just look objectively at the football club, right? 
Yeah, you can criticise quite easily and go, well, yeah, they've spent a lot of money, look where they are. But you actually look at it and go, right, and go, let's have a look at it. This is, this is a club that's moving to a new stadium mm-hmm. on the Dockland, you know, on the waterfront, mm-hmm. city centre. Incredible. And it's also a club now that's employed a sporting director 18 months ago, 16, 17 months ago. They've got a young manager, 42 years of age, so he's a young coach, you know, with 12 or 13 new players mm-hmm. within that squad. So they're building something. You would look <clears> and go, they're building something there. They're building, they're trying to get the team better and better so that when they get in, or as they're approaching Bramley more, it's a team that's established with younger players who they can sell if they need to and make money and, and reinvest. And it's a team that will hopefully grow together with the manager so that when Bramley Moore comes, Everton are established as a team that's top six, top four, whatever, or trying to get in there who's fighting at that end of the table where we all want it to be. So when you look at it like that and you step away and you see their idea is a project of three or four years before Everton are where Marcel Brands thinks they should be. Well, we're 16 months into that, 17 months into that. Now, results are massive. They are. I'm not going to sit here and go, I don't mind if we lose every week because of course I do. Results are big, but we can't under we can't underestimate that there is a project that's Definitely. ongoing and there's a lot of plus points. And again, this film and I said it I think in part one, but this film shows you that even though at times and you're sat in the stands and you're looking and going, This is crap, whatever, if you actually look at the quality of player, it might just take one or two to knit it together. It might we're very, very close to having a good side I think I look at us I've, I've said it all season haven't I I look at other teams who are above us and I go our players are better than what they have and yet they're above us Leicester are a good side but I still think Evan have got better players they've got key players like Jamie Vardy who I'd love to have they've got Thielemans who's a good player Madison's a good player the right back is a good player so they've got good players and Diddy fantastic player they've got good players but other teams as well so we are, we're on that path if we can and again, Ped said it before, an introduction of a Colin Harvey or, or whatever it may be. Neville Southall fully credits that team by the sign of Peter Reid and Andy Gray. So we you know, we used to say Everton won't pick up two of these players that just bring the team in and all of a sudden, could be John Philippe Gabamon could come back and next minute he's like in Diddy and Armour Feet. You know, we don't know, do we? So that's what this film brought to me is that sometimes things might be closer than what you think. I don't know whether this, I'm, I'm not saying this team will turn into that team, but. But you look at it as key. well in, in, in terms of, you know, we, we talk, I think we've talked about it in the past, whereas we aren't probably at that stage yet because we're still building the squad where we need to just add those two players mm-hmm. you talked about. We, mm-hmm. You know, there's still a chain from what was previously there to what they're building. And, you know, I'll, I'll forgive Marco in sense that maybe that's why he's having trouble bringing his own style to it because he's got this team that Cumin built in a lot of ways that's built for 2004 to play against <laughs> Chelsea when he knows Chelsea yeah. because it was physical, wasn't yeah. very quick. You've know, got Sigurdsson, Schneider, and Michael Keane. Um, and that, that that really doesn't equate with what you've seen at Marco Silva at Olympiacos and, and Sporting Lisbon where they were very fast transition heavy sides where the you know they were predicated on one on one one v ones and that's what we if you look at the summer summer business that's what we would do that's what we both got. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say though I think you have to recognise your own failures as yeah. well and that's an important thing I think that comes out in the video yeah. in the film after we get beat five 0 by by Liverpool yeah, and yeah. that allows it doesn't I'm saying that allows him but that's where he goes no more of this yeah puts brings Gary Stevens in brings you know brings other players in um, and then goes you know what this is mine now. but you've got to recognise that you, you know. He bought the Magnificent Seven, only one lasted. 
the other six just went poof. It was easier though to get because we got no, Mi- like yeah. Mickey Thomas is in that magnificent seven, and yet he refused to play a reserve <laughs> game in October and was gone. Yeah. Who like, else was in the magnificent now, seven? Mick Ferguson, he was six foot three and oh, yeah, had size yeah. four feet, <laughs> um, which was never going to work. Mick Walsh, he was a journeyman centre back, he was okay. He lasted the season, then we moved him on, but he was all right. He was just a stopper. Trial and error though, him. Like Mickey Thomas had gone, Jim Arnold never Southall. Pete, uh, Alan Bailey, who looked like Rod Stewart, who, his Don't debut, know. two great goals, chipped the keeper, beat Birmingham 3 1. Everyone was like, My God, he's amazing. He was gone. And Alan Ainscoe from Leeds, who was a decent footballer, decent player, wasn't amazing. Although it's funny because they say, Kendall sat there and go, Look, we were bringing in next at this press conference. And they walk in and everyone's like, Fuck's that? Who's <laughs> that? You know? Um, and he was gone. Alan Ainscoe was a decent player, but he was gone as well. So out of them, like Pet said, there was one. So seven players, even in them days, hmm. there was one. I said to you before, Gary Stevens was at, didn't he thought he was going to have to ask to leave because Brian Burrows was in his place and he come through the reserves. Gary Stevens through the youth team into the reserves was in and out the first team. We get tanked five nil by Liverpool at home. He's in the team two weeks earlier. He was thinking about leaving. Never saying as a sharp asked for a mm. transfer about nine times. Ratcliffe when Glen Ra- Keeley. Ratcliffe th- thought he was going to have to go. So is that where Mark Higgins was still fit? Higgins. No, no, I think no, Higgins was. Here. No, no, Higgins was. He was. No, he was still at Armagh, right, Higgins, but, but he wasn't. But he wasn't, wasn't in, playing. That you've game. got like Billy. That it was Billy Wright who yeah. was. Who had then the Keeley came in alone from thing. Blackburn. Yeah, got Keeley in from Blackburn. Didn't play Ratcliffe. And he last 19 minutes, we get B5 nil. So there was those moments. Did he again? Keely? No, that was it. 19 <laughs> minutes he got rid of In fact, he terminated his loan a week later, I think, or something like that. I think Let's do Glenn Keely, another podcast. He went back and got a big beard for Blackburn. But, um, but there was those, almost those sliding doors moments in. But it's re- in it that is recognising your own mistakes as well. It's being able to go. I messed up there instead because I, I think nowadays it's like the whole thing it's like society's thing instead of going when something's up and people know it's up they just keep going along yeah, with yeah. it going no I've made my mind up yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't change I, I wrote it on Twitter I can't change I can't mm. change it I wrote it on Twitter wrong. There's nothing wrong well, with that's what I'm wrong. saying but people don't want to be wrong now and it, we see it in football where people persist with things instead of going you know what and actually that's that's what I'm credit Marco with re- recently going nah get him out the, get Coleman out the team Sigerson out the team, gets them out the team, and I'm going to play my team. It took him too long to do it, but he did finally say. Mm-hmm. And and again, and even keep taking Keane off the team. You, you're talking man going, I can't do that. He's just brought Sidibe in, and he's 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 going to put a young lad in, and then he's got, you know, all these changes at once. But he's gone. No, no, this, I'm happy doing that. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to know your own man and be able to go. I'm 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 powerful enough at this club. And when Howard was in charge, it'd be a lot easier. He hasn't got anyone above him. The ne- mm. next person above him is Jim Greenwood, you know, yeah. who just like signs the signs the, the you know he contract con- contract Jim and the day, you know, contract Jim at the de- at the time. And above him, John, you know, John Moores or or, or you know, or they have Philip Carter who Philip really Carter. believed in him. You know, John Moores was there. Don't forget, right? Jackson. John Moores demanded. Everton be the best he demanded it and that was so that's what we're talking about right at the very top he could have demanded something else but we won't talk about well he could have but no no, John Moores I'm saying oh no not Philip Philip Carter Carter. sorry sorry, but Philip what Philip Carter did which you have to which you have to give him credit there was other stuff he should have done but but what he did was why did he accept the title what he did was he backed Howard Kendall when a lot when a lot of people were calling for him those cushions are not, not cheap when a lot of people were calling for, and it would have been easy 
to just go, yeah, you're right, the crowd, the crowd aren't even coming through the straight through the turnstiles here because the football's that dour. And you know, two weeks later, with eighteen matches unbeaten, I think the the difference. Obviously, it's quite different now. Obviously, with Marcel Brands, I think what Everton fans need to do is obviously let's see what happens with the manager. You know, either way, it's going to be whatever happens happens. But we need to give it time in the sense that it's going to have to. It's going to have to play out these transfers because mm. let's be honest, here, we sign these players and it's either you complete the you complete the project and sign the rest of the players that you sign to complete the team and then see what happens, or you rip it all up again and we end up back but at square I, one. I think what's got so we're sort of we're in and out of this film I know we are but it is that idea of if you if Marco doesn't want someone at the club and he doesn't see value in the club then make 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 sure you want it you get it known then you don't want to play it's not easy back in the day you only had two subs mm. you know you you had who you needed and everyone else was gone and if they were if they weren't playing then they were gone you know that's a classic case of Andy Gay you're not playing so you so what you've got to make a decision mm. you, you and he made the decision to go which he, he said he, he shouldn't have done um, but now it's different season, because yeah. if you're not playing well I'll just go and sit on that bench with those other seven people but look at Graham Sharp said the other day you know thought he thought he was going to have to move on Everton are bringing in Andy Gray Aiden Eats there he's thinking I'm going to have to move on here you know, he, that's the problem now as well is that back then you know it wasn't all but the finances were different now it's like you've got depreciation assets sitting on the bench and you've got to use these players because they're earning money and there's none of this that's banishing to the reserve team until they've been off in like six weeks because mm-hmm. the transfer window is also playing yes. oh. Kuto Martino well Nias Nias will be gone Nias has got a passport hasn't he where it means these you know, you'd see him play them, they won't he'll it's be gone baseball. at Christmas won't he they're just getting the free fit now to go free up, you know and that day will be too up to no but it's um, no it's a brilliant a brilliant film um, and it'll just make you know what know what doesn't happen enough it'll make you appreciate being an Evertonian it'll make you proud to be and an Evertonian exactly that's what I'm saying and that doesn't happen enough and there are reasons for that um, and some of the reasons you can actually watch in the f- well some of the reasons do happen in the film but mm. some of the reasons are, are you see in the film you could our own hands well, no, not just that. One. So what that I'm saying is, is that there's things you see in the film that you just don't see see Everton do anymore mm. as a football club in terms of how how they come across. You know how it, you can see how a Kendall is the way he conducts himself. Even there's a couple of interviews when they've just won the the, the European Cup and his cup, and he's he's not like oh you know singing and dancing like you know with his cap on and his glasses or anything and a, a beard. He's mm. he's basically standing there going. How long is this going to take? Because we've got a plane to catch, and he's yeah. thinking, "I've got to be on that plane because I've got to get home because we've got a cup final on Saturday." He knows what's going to happen. Think. He knows what's <laughs> going to happen on the plane. Everyone's going to have a berry, but he's thinking, I, "And I ain't missing this plane for you. I don't give a monkey's you you're at." Whereas now, there's not enough of that. There's not enough of that. We come first. Control. And I, I, this is football all over Barry. This is not just an Everton thing, but that's like, mm. but say the people at the top don't don't uh, at the teams at the top at the moment don't want to go things like that. They don't. They don't let anyone push them round, and I just mm. think for too long as a club, we've bowed down to what other people expect of us. And sometimes the club have bowed down to what the fans expect of them and gone, "No, no, we're doing this." And I don't care if you don't like it. This is what we're doing, and you'll see. And maybe, you know, you talk about brands. That's what brands sometimes maybe do. Is that you go, "No, no, this, this is the, this is for the best of the club." Mm. I like. You might go. I fully back Marcus Silva. I can see what he's trying to do for all those reasons. What I've the thing with Silver is, I think he does like him, and I think, I mean, hard working manager in for hours. You know, the last two managers were gone by two. They were lucky if, yeah. if they were around the fence farm by about two o'clock. 
One of them never took training, did he? According well, to some they, players. Well, he didn't, did he? And this one's here till six and seven, and he's a hard worker. He wants he's it. A he really isn't he? wants to do his very best for the club. And our Kendall was like that. All oh, right, he, he liked the bevy and all that, but he was always thinking about Everton. Right, it's he always oh, well, he, it, <laughs> listen. It's in the film. The players say it, so it's not. It's not a thing. How's the culture then? Know that, that even the players they were, still like that the, now. The, the, we got, the, in, the, we got the in Monday and they were like, "How long is this going to take? You want to get on the eight? They were laughing and, yeah. and all that, but they wanted to go and, and bevy. But that's how much. And the one thing that they took away, but what said a couple of times in the film, is our Kendall said to them as a team, and what was really. Really um, prevalent in the film. Oh no, sorry. What, what's really pertinent in the film is that we've just seen Andre Gomez injury last yeah. week, and, and how Everton reacted to it. Yeah. It's shown in the film the age and tackle, and then what Reed does. It it's not just that, later. though. It's but not, yeah. it's the fact that it's, Kendall said to them, "If you're if you're out in the pub as a team, and someone starts on one of them, what are you just gonna do? You get round them and protect them." And so you do that on the pitch. Yeah. It shows that a fight. That actually drive me mad. Shows a fight at QPR where Van der Nau's in. Gray's about to get it's it. Just, by it's just Van der Nau on as well. Yeah, Gray's, Gray's <laughs> about just, to get it by Stein, Simon Stein. Yeah. Oh, he's in it just annoys me. I, I was watching and I was annoyed thinking about it because I was watching and thinking. But you, and it's not a case. I know people go, you can't do that anymore. Mm. Of course you can't do that anymore. Of course you can't take retaliation out on 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 a player if they do your player. But you can. But you certainly don't you go over sure. and start hugging them, no. and then going into the dressing room <laughs> to check if they're all right. I'm sorry, I don't care what anyone says. You don't do that. You stand up for your team before anyone else. You put everything at your football club and your players and your fans before anybody else. The tackle and by the. And at the end of the day, it's this is still it's this is sport, right? Right, son will be fine. He is fine. Right. Hanson's great. Oh, he's, he's fine, he's fine. We've he's got a player who's now the team. I mean, he still looks good in that new training gear, by the way. Yeah. I mean, fair play to him. And, but, the, and uh, the shoot. But <laughs> the point being is that that's what he was saying, you know. There's a pitch in they haven't got footage of it, it a Q, QPR where it all went off. And he said everyone was involved apart from Neville who was sitting on the We post. wore that day, we had that yeah, top yeah. on. Blue shorts and blue shorts. That's the yellow top. The yellow top, the sorry, yeah, if you're listening, sorry. The um, and, and, and Kevin Cheedy's on the side because Kevin Cheedy did not like a fight. No. Uh, even with his own players. Um, <laughs> Is this the Mark Hill story? Oh. So that shows that everyone was prepared to jump in. Mm. Yeah, I don't. And, and people have. I know diff, people have different opinions, but when I see players standing round. And there isn't. I know it is. You can't fake it though. That's the, maybe that's just the problem. You can't fake it. This is because kids are brought to now, and it is all softly, softly. Yeah. When you watch under 18s and they don't touch each other, and you're a pariah if you are, if you do put a tackle in, and that's the problem. It's not just a. Why they get time to get to the first team? They all know each other because they did a, a boot shoe for Nike last week, and mm. there's no, you know. Whereas in them days, it was like every. I mean, Mountfield. You seen him come off the semi final, and he's got two black eyes, and he says in the thing, he said. When they took Mick Arford off, I was made up. It freed me up because all he wanted to do was fight. You know, he's got get... a cut, his nose, he's got yeah. black eyes, his lips cut. There's a game where Aidan E tells Andy Gray that the centre-back's bullying him, so Andy Gray goes, fine, I'll sort that for you, mate, don't worry. And it's like, that's what you had to do back in those days, protect yourself first, win the battle and everything else followed. Now, I'm not saying that's what, it's not like that now, of course it's not, but it's getting that spirit where it's everybody in the club against the team you're playing with. So... This, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not. No, what people can say what they want, but I think I what Seamus Coleman did last week just burns my head out, and I'm, that's as far as I'll go in criticizing. But it absolutely burns my head out that he done that. It really does. Cause, oh yeah, I'll, I'll say no more. Cause if I do, I'll, I'll get myself well, into don't, trouble. Don't, don't, don't. It's done. You know, 
it is what it is but that does show you in that film how much how much they um, how much if you're watching got, on the video how much they get round each other and it's still there now they still talk yeah. about it now they talk about Alan Harper and Kevin Richardson and how, how key every one of them says without them two we wouldn't have won anything because they were key Slotting in, yeah. said to me that on, the, on the interview we've done which will be out um, on Peyton was, was like how important how good professionals were they they wouldn't play for a month and they'd come in and be man of the match and then they'd be out the team the next week Kevin Richardson would come in score two goals and be dropped because Sheedy was fit again mm. And they both said we went up to Howard and were like, Machine's there last Why place? aren't I playing? Yeah, she did. She did. Why she aren't we playing? We did. We were there. That was a good lesson when he'd done it. When he Showed that. Showed that. Famous phrase. But, um, you know, why aren't I playing? And yeah. Howard was like, well, he's better. You just have yeah. to work hard and try and get it. Not and they just it. went, we yeah, just locked him. And so, yeah. Andy Grace says, Andy Grace says, I was frustrated because I wasn't in a team, but they were tearing it up. Heath and Sharp, I can say nothing. I just had to wait for me chance. You know, when it's that desire mm-hmm. about wanting to be better in Neville Southall, I get in at 8 o'clock, I dive around in a sandpit for an hour and a half before training. That's what you used to do? Uh, yeah. A so sandpit? I haven't had a sandpit at the side of the thing, up next to a wall and you whack a ball at it. And I hope there wasn't any cats about. <laughs> Diving. Do. But he'd do that. Then, he'd, the then he'd train <laughs> and then he'd go and carry on. And do his own you know thing. I, I really want to see a video of Nev full pelt dive around the sandpits. It'd be fantastic. I'm sure there's an equivalent of it now. Did have a um, did have a uh, thing on the money like what, a elastic and stuff, yeah. a bungee thing, not like a bungee thing. So did t- you do that? Yeah, they yes. do all. They do them things where you hit it in the oh. ball to flex, don't oh, you? Yeah. Know, yeah. Ball walls, yeah. Well, he tell us though. I mean, I was telling you about that training session I'd done with Nev and Gordon yeah. Banks when I was eleven. But they tell a story. The players about shooting, and they were like, they hated it because you'd just be heading the shots away. <laughs> you know, you'd be whacking it sharp or saying you'd be like other goalies. You'd be in, you'd score, and it was good. You said, and I think Kevin, I think it's Kevin Sheedy or some Trevor Stephen or Sheedy said. He made me a better finisher because I had to put the ball yeah. in the top corner for him not to get. He said it, so it made me score better goals because he was that good. And that was the that was what they demanded off each other. And I just wonder now, nowadays, if the demand if if a player demands something off his teammate, not just at Everton, but just in football in general. But if I, I was, the, I, I you said it the other week in your, you know, when you got. Told to leave the team, and you walked off with a cop on, and you, you had a couple of weeks sulking. But you were I haven't on gone back to them, by the way. Well, you have got a new team now. Yeah, no, no. and they love it. So, no, but you've they got love it. You've got your own. Stand. I got man of the match you... in the first game. Honestly, just everyone's like, "Who's this? Who's this young man?" Because I, I was young compared to all the rest. Is this walking football with sixty-year-olds? Hey, I'm, sure. you t- I go on then. You have a game of walking football. Get out your as delta. I'm, as I'm saying. <laughs> You from playing football have got yeah. your own standards yeah. of like what you want because you want to win. I used to win. run a club and everyone, literally everyone who played hates me and still do. We won trophies. They go. all hate me, but we won trophies. I think, no, I think, I, what about people who haven't played for the team? They hate me, but they haven't got trophies. <laughs> they haven't got trophies. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is you've got those standards. So Should I just want to. Wasn't a kid's team? Was no, it was a men's team. They all hate you. What were you doing to them? I was, I was demanding. Of I them. was demanding. We were when I run a team. We it was an Everton like fan team. We went all over the northwest, and if we didn't play to what how I thought we should play, I destroyed them in front of people. And do you know what? I look back and go, mm, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And then I go, well, it's all the medals to prove that we've done it. 
Whatever level you're at, that's what you should do, man. Yeah. We used to go. We had to go to places like Accrington. We had to go to Rill on a Wednesday night. Who wants to go to Rill on a Wednesday night? And Not we, Lionel Messi. And we beat them two nil, and it was brilliant. And they were all going mad. And I thought they were going to barricade us in. How would you, you play people with three arms? The um, as I was saying, I seen something on Mourinho and um, oh. Olivier the court interview. And he's Marino was at, he was at into Milan with Marino, but he was yeah, coming yeah. to the end of his career. He said, I never played. He said, You never played me. Yeah. But he, I had so much respect for him because you didn't mess with him. He said, he was a, you, you listen to that, you know, that thing of that demand every day, every day. He said, I, was, I tried my best. I improved by training under him, but he, he, don't, he hardly played him and whatever. But he was saying there was demands there. What this 84 85 team did was demanded of each other so Colin Harvey did Colin Harvey set the standards you do this you do that you do you know a winner. and, and a winner. he's played for the Holy Trinity yeah, the greatest midfield you know one of the so you'd look at him and go you know you see Peter Reid talking about that and Paul Bracewell mm-hmm. like this fella was amazing so he's telling me but it's about standards every single day so that carried on and I just wonder now do those players some of them will some of them will do it Pep Guardiola's won everything that's why you can say so you see Pep in that documentary when he's going and you don't see the bits where, but you see when he goes you can hate me yeah. Yeah. but you don't see the bits where hate me having, guys having... I don't mind if you hate me guys so he obviously demands he and he obviously says and we've seen, we seen it like when Tottenham were doing alright they were they when they first started the process and and, he, and Pochettino had, uh, got rid of some players mm. um, who? Who's your favourite one? Yeah, what's his name? Who plays for Palace? Andros. Oh, Townsend. And he basically <laughs> said, oh, one in ten player. Didn't he? That's what I'm saying because he basically Fair said, to him, he said to him when he first come in, he said to all those players, "You come with me, and I'll make you. We won't win any trophies, but I'll yeah. make you good players. <laughs> we'll sniff some. Yeah. We'll see you know, them. we might, we might, we'll get to a final, but we won't win it. Uh, very much the noise of his day. Um, and he said, I'll make you, I'll make you brilliant players, but you've got to put the hard work in for me and you've got to sacrifice it. And you've got, uh, Deli Ali, you've got to cut out all those videos. Yeah. And you've got to, you know, you know. Those hotel rooms. Yeah, none of that, none of that. Um, he, and he said, you've got to, and people like Tarns, I'm like, I'm not prepared to work hard. So where did they get you off? Newcastle and then ends up at Palace and they're never going to do and anything. Nightmares and that's the, awesome. the point, though, isn't That's the point, isn't it? Players can have nice little careers. No problem. 18, 18, now get yourself a five year contract, you're set for life, no problems. No problems at all. But what but what do you want out the game? And the difference between getting having a nice career where afterwards you go, Well, I can get on I look good and I can wear a suit nice, so I'll get on match of the day. Mm. Or do you wanna have to, at the end of it go, I don't need to do anything. But if I wanna go on Sky, I can go on like Roy Keane and go, mm. Well, yeah, show me your medals. Let's have a chat about footy. And whatever your opinion is and whatever my opinion is, my opinion is it will be really elevated because I've been there, done it and won it. I've played in, you know, Roy Keane will say, I played in the European Cup uh, Cup semi-final, semi-final, final, where I knew I wasn't going to play in the final, but I still drove us to that final. Yeah, yeah. You know, I scored the goal and got us there. Where, you know, well, Danny Murphy will pick any of them. Genesis is the worst. Genesis will just go, I had a nice career for Spurs. And I played for Newcastle. I played for Newcastle. It was great. And you know what I mean? That's the point. If you if you want to at the end of your career, which is what surely it's like. I someone this the other day. I think I was. I was like, imagine being an athlete and going, yeah. I think I'll just finish sixth every. You know, isn't, mm. what's the point? You you're supposed to win, and we don't see that enough of a footballers where they go, I want to win. I want to win, and you want to win, and you're not winning. So. 
can get yourself sorted. You seen it? You seen it? it comes uh, from the clubs. Peter Reid, uh, Peter mm-hmm. Reid having a go at people on the pitch, and then Andy Gray. Who, and what's funny is they're still having a go at each other and picking individual games out and going yeah. that game you were crap and then going are you still having a go at me and that yes and that's the point isn't it it's like he said the other night Andy Gray said I've got I know Peter Reid when you read a great story tell him yeah. Reid he's brilliant he starts talking and you just go go ahead then let him go on it and he goes I've got this it's better ball. than you've heard it as well yeah cup final I've got this ball I've played it into Sharp he says put Sharpie through he's in on his right foot thinking just stick it in the net you know, to win the double. And he said, Sharp stops and says, like, gives the ball. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Sharp's like, I'm knackered. He's like, you fucking knackered. We're doing all the running. Mm. Yeah, me and Brace are running everywhere and you're knackered, you know. And Andy Gray's like, ah, I wasn't tired. I, you know, and, all, and they're giving each other the banter. And then they had, you know, um, the talking about the cup final. So Reedy in the semi final against uh, Luton as well, aren't they? And Reed, saying, yeah. You went missing for that game. Yeah, and they're like, oh, like, maybe you still give me played that And it's the point, they're picking out individual games where they're going, you were crap. And you can imagine for days after training. And we in, won that Luton game. In, in, you can, but that's the point, and you can imagine for days afterwards going, you better fucking sort yourself out. That's not good enough. We aren't going to win stuff. And this is what I don't see enough in football anymore is people taking personal responsibility and yeah. grabbing hold of someone else and going, Are you see, I've seen it loads of times with every last few years. We, I mean, we know the one. We know the one. The old pull your shirt over your face, Williams, don't we? Instead of going, what the what, what's going on? What I I hate it. I, I I look at Pickford sometimes, and all I want to see him do is what I'm going. What did you do? What did you do? What did you do, mm. dear? It's Hulk Hogan. But yeah, listen. In that film, you've got twenty-four inch pythons, brother. You've got Fanda now saying. My fault for yeah. White Side's goal. And I Neville saying it. My fault. And Nev saying my fault. They shouldn't have gone past. And then Peter E comes on and goes, it was Neville and Pat's yeah, fault. Both of their faults. <laughs> but that's the thing. And then they're ripping Reed going, there. Andy Gray's going, but we're in a cup final. We're yeah. breaking or sharp. Yeah. We're breaking with three on one. Why is Peter Reed? When's yeah. Peter Reed ever knocked it? <laughs> he said, when's he ever knocked it past someone and ran round him? He said, we just passed it with score. He's only dozen tries to knock it past Madan and takes him. And they're still like that. Still now and yet on Saturday, responsibility. And yet, yet on Saturday I see someone just dart round snarling and no one says a word to him. <coughs> and he doesn't look bothered either by it. And this and he was actually when he was, yeah, was when he was but that's what but you know what? When he was all standing snarling was the first person I thought of, I just went And people can people how oh, he might he doesn't But it, that was what I thought of, I was thinking they, that's the difference between winners and someone who's just happy to have a nice career. That's building the culture, isn't it? You've got to build the culture. Yeah. You find that, but yeah. you find that everywhere, though. You find that's not just Evan. No, it's got it's the culture of, and you know what? It's not. Even, it's the culture of people being brought up, and I, it's not their fault. Because this is what I always think. This is what's funny. Knowing people go your generation, and I always think. Your generation brought that generation up, so don't be te- having a go at that. It's like, like my mum used to go, oh, you were terrible when you were a kid. I'll go, yeah, you're my mum. It was your job to stop me being terrible. I mean, I'm just that's just an example. I mean, I'm not saying my mum was a terrible mum. Like you're passing the line to no, your no, mum, but, really. Instead of but passing you, the book, yeah. Isn't that the point, though? If it's All these people might go, well, this generation. Mm. Um, uh, now, we watch the under-18s, and they're all like... None of them tackle. Do, well, do you think any of those kids would like to tackle, or have they been told not to tackle? Well, this it, is the problem with football, though, isn't it? Like, you know, these kids have been brought up in an era where a manager, Sam Allardyce, is praised like it's a trophy. No, I don't. But I don't. No, no, that's no, what I'm not no, talking no, about. No, that. no, 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 no. I know no, what you mean. No, but this is also yeah, part yeah. of it. They're also saying to it's clubs. 
stay in the Premier League. Because it's something to do. If we're mid-table, that's football, isn't it? You're also praised for finishing yeah, fourth. That's the point. Let's aim for fourth. That's the problem, isn't it? Is that... And I say it. Can we get top four? That's the problem, isn't it? Is that football has become about all staying in the Premier League. So you sacrifice the chance of winning something by saying... But it's the other side I'm talking about. Like the whole bringing players through where they're not tackling each other. And you see what's mad is, I think Everton have won... Uh, under 18s have won a game this year like 9 or 10 nil right and then I've been beaten 5 nil and it's like well, hang on what's going on there like and it's because it is just tippy tappy round each other but that's that's not their fault because that's what they've been brought up in we're not we're not we stop bringing through players who and this is why people like Richarlison and Yeri Mina and Bernard and their work rate stand out like a mile they don't get brought up they we were talking about this week wasn't it my nephew's played three games this season as a in a in a junior league because every game gets called off because the pitch is, is not is not fit to play. It's not a snooker table. Could you imagine that in other countries to be like no lad? See that that hasn't even got see that like that's that. not even got soil on it. That's made of gravel. Get on with it. And you play. And you just play. Some pitches on the pool. It's like the degree angle. We just running down. That's the the water off though. No, but that's the point. Is this like you know? Do things have to games are never off. They're supposed to play. Yeah, that's the point though, isn't it? Like I'm and that's not the we're not bringing through players who understand that culture because people don't want them to be that people like the first thing now is if anyone's I know I, I'm not even asked to be honest you you have scrap on the pitch you'd be like red red in the old days just go used to pack it in I don't want to see any more of that away you go and you go sound and then alright you might but if it happens you're going to get sent off aren't you whereas now I imagine the first bad tackle it's off you go mm. well you might need be sent off you might be like the can you take your player off the pitch? It's like that doesn't breed nice what we. That so. doesn't breed what we need. That mm. does not breed what we. The need. whole That's thing, though, you can talk about how the kids are brought up at the clubs as well. You know, That's not having to clean boots. Not having to clean dresses. Brands plan. Liverpool did this where they put every player on the same wage at certain age group. I think Brands has planned to try and make them hungry because yeah. a lot of clubs, especially Chelsea, it's almost kids are like sixteen, eight grand a week. I told you what to do. I told them. This is what they should do, right? There's an away game, give them a little bit of money, no phone, and say the first 11 that turn up at the ground get to play. That'll get you there. Well, I think you could Edinburgh That's if you want to win. Yeah, That's okay. if you want to play. play for Everton. Yeah, but say you don't want to play. It's about personal development. But if you don't want to play, why would we want you mm-hmm. at the club? Well, what I'm saying, you know, some kids are like, right, some of these kids are never in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> Double it up as a Channel 4 Channel four thing. thing. You know, like Hunter Hunters, or something. Yeah. You need people Johnson. shadowing them just in case anyone go missing. Yeah, you know, I mean, that you know a couple of great. shadow people in the background. And the great. first eleven that turn up, they play, and let's let's separate, let's separate them, let's make sure we're getting. Why the people. you snap a couple of snoo cues in the middle of the dressing room? Whoever walks out, the Joker route. <laughs> There's one position in this team. Goalkeeper, who's taking it? Who's taking it? <laughs> I think that's a good place to uh, wrap a, up the podcast. No, the place to wrap it up is make sure you check the film yeah. out. It's absolutely brilliant. No. And just for anyone who's saying we need to move on and stop looking in the past, no. Watch it and then move watch on. The film. Yeah. No, watch the film and redefine your standards yeah. for this football club. That's what it's all about. Get it. You can get it on digital download. You can buy the DVD. It'll be the one because it's got extras on it, including Jimmy Martin, who we were talking about, who's the kit man but was the coach driver. It's got half an hour, I think, of Everton 5, Man U yeah. and stuff like that. So get that. It's great. It's, it's on the great Sky Store have. as well. I know, but if you actually have the DVD, you've got it. For it. You've got a physical thing. Some people are kids, though. They don't know what DVDs are. You can buy them. They the, don't, the, they don't know. I know, but they've got nowhere to put them. That's the point. 
They've well, got pockets you won't, anymore. Well, you're not going to get your exes off the Sky Store. I'm, I'm not. I, 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 I'm you. just saying that. But you can get it there. You can, just yeah, it's available download. Just yeah. every Evertonian to see this film, though. Everyone. Every and whatever. One. You, just because it's just important. It's important that people watch it. And it's not only important. You know what, though, right? It's not just important that you watch it. It was important that it was made. So support the guy who made it mm. as well. Rob he's Sloan, a great guy, fantastic. Because he's a brilliant blue. He's from, I mean, from Cornwall. For a start, didn't have to. Didn't have, mm. No, no, I'm saying no. <laughs> you know, he's, he, dedication. He has got a level of dedication and support him in making this. Because know what we're always moaning about? We're always moaning that there isn't enough Everton out there mm. in the media. Yeah. And, and oh, I've seen this great film and this great film of this team. This guy's put money into it himself. A lot of his own money into money. it. This is a project, a, a real passion, passion project. He's gone all around the world to get these interviews. Support him by either going to see it on Fact for the rest of the week. And you know what as well? Get in touch with you and say, oh, no, it'd be brilliant to do another Q&A somewhere. Because this is the kind of film where you could take these players and grab a couple of players, do it and uh, somewhere and have a Q&A. Mm. And you know what? If it's worth his while, he will. If it's, if it's worth his while, he will. You could, you know, and as, but support him because... This team deserves to be appreciated, and the man who made it deserves, deserves to be appreciated. And and you know, shout to uh, Dave as well um, for all his work as well, isn't it? Mm. Which is brilliant. It's yeah. good that's in his right hands. Like you know, I spoke to Rob when he was here, and you you, you worry if it was in the wrong hands. But mm. when you speak to Rob, you know entirely that you know he managed to save the documentary, which yeah, is a great documentary. Yeah. This is like the perfect fit of an Everton fan who's also a great documentary yeah. maker. So it, you know, that, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's perfect for Everton. Yeah. So, there you go. We've wrapped it up. Yeah. From the Mandalorian to Rob Sloman. There you go. Some people Is he the Mandalorian? Well, you don't know because he never takes his he never takes his, his mask off. So his helmet, so you'd never know. Go. It could be, be Rob. Could be Rob underneath there. There you go. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. See you later.